0: And yeah, I don't mind saying that we recorded this already.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we didn't get some audio from the first try, so we're doing it again. We're doing it again. Fortunately, um, waiting a week uh, allows us to talk about some additional things, like uh, comments from the creators of the show that have been made since the show ended. I don't think I've heard how, heard how people feel about the show.
0: I think that's going to be news to me, which is good. get my live reaction. What did they You said what?
1: So, well, first let's talk about the content of the episode and the um, disappointment online. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. So, so as as it turns out, everybody's fan theories were wrong. Mephisto Mm -hmm. doesn't show up. Mm -hmm. Pietro is. True to one of my many, many theories I floated, because I was committing to nothing, yeah. sure of nothing. Uh, he is just a guy from Westview, and not nice. at all the, the Peter Maximoff from the Foxmen universe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, people felt like uh, mysteries had been set up that would have interesting conclusions and then the rug was pulled out from under them. And I can understand that feeling. Uh,
0: Interesting conclusions is a little relative.
1: Yeah. I mean... Here's here's the weird thing. So, one of the comments made by the director of... Or the showrunner, I think. One of those two things. Let me check.
0: (laughs) Meanwhile, my theory that Agnes... Is Bishop from the X Men is holding up well?
1: <laughs> mm. Are you sure
0: she's not Shang Tsung? No, she's Bishop. Okay, hundred percent.
1: From the future. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Jack Schaefer credited as the quote unquote creator of WandaVision. I don't know if that means director or showrunner. Uh, is that I don't know what JAC of a TV show is?
0: Is that how that spelled?
1: Uh, J.A.C. Jack Schaefer.
0: Yeah, that uh, that's a lady.
1: Okay, yeah. So, uh, she says that she didn't know who Mephisto was <laughs> when they were making the show, and that all of the devil references are a coincidence. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are so many devil references. Mm-hmm. So,. I have a theory that she might not know who Mephisto is, but other people working on the show do, and we're putting in Easter eggs.
0: Yeah. I think that has to be really common. In and like,
1: l- look at stuff like the, uh, the Grim Reaper helmet in the cartoon The Bewitched intro to Episode 2. Yes, there was no Grim Reaper anywhere in the show but that is a reference that somebody behind the show put in for fans of the comic books, right? Oh,
0: One is about to die. Um, I think Jax has this brutality in MK11. Um, <laughs> I'm well, pretty damn. sure
1: it's just a slow version of his MK2 fatality, isn't it? Is it? Uh, I mean, what's the difference between squeezing ahead and clapping ahead, really? It's just right. speed. In MK11, he picks you up for that brutal, and he just squeezes it though and it goes. That's true. Pop. That's true. Yeah.
0: So whatever, either way. Um,
1: so I, I don't know. It's just it seems weird, and probably a bad PR move to have the person in charge of the show say the devil references were a total coincidence. I don't know who the Marvel devil is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's complicated because like. The MCU itself has gotten so big and shit where nobody who's working on these things knows is a super comic nerd, or nor should they be, necessarily. Well, I... So here's So what... for her, it's...
1: I would more the like... The thing uh... to me that is weird is that Kevin Feige, who is in charge of all of the things, specifically wanted this show to set up Doctor Strange 2. Mm-hmm to set up some element we don't know about yet that is important in Doctor Strange too. You would think that he would share that plan with the people making the show.
0: <laughs> well, it, it depends on what those threads actually are.
1: If right, the Doctor but,
0: Strange thing is like her being the Scarlet Witch and super
1: powerful in the deal with her kids, maybe. Well, like, here's, here's another quote from the showrunner is that Uh, she said that she doesn't know what a multiverse is. (laughs) Which, by the way, is just... Have you been living under a rock for the past 30 years, ignoring all pop culture and science?
0: (laughs) This is definitely one of those times... Like, I see it less as a mistake on her part, and a mistake of someone shouldn't let her... Talk so freely, yeah. She should maybe not
1: have a Twitter, (laughs) yeah. The lesson learned uh, here. Um,
0: I mean, come on, like Mark Ruffalo's been doing it like crazy. Spider Man
1: outside of fiction, though, how can you not know what alternate universes are, dude? I mean,
0: you saw that shit I posted about that girl not knowing what a Tyrannosaurus Rex is. Oh, right,
1: right, yeah. No, well, the look, public schools in Arkansas. (laughs) Or <laughs> a little different from <laughs> what is expected <laughs> from me of people who, like, work in Los Angeles, California.
0: <laughs> even in Arkansas, where we do live in a hex, and we live in, like, the... Even before the tournament, we're stuck in the Civil War here. We don't have electricity, we don't have anything like that. Even we know what a dinosaur is. I think I'm gonna have to pin that one on. I
1: am. I am aware that there are some very sad small communities in America where people still like go to the bathroom in an outhouse. Well,
0: they're probably not sad on the inside. They're sad to us on the outside looking in.
1: Yeah. They're like,
0: what? What's wrong with this? Anyway. Uh, yeah, that multiverse thing.
1: Yeah, I, mm. so like, if Doctor Strange Two is entirely about the multiverse, and this show is supposed to like tease something that happens to Doctor Strange Two, maybe I—it just seems to me that somehow there are people working on the show who don't know what the setup is. <laughs> and
0: uh, that's also not surprising either, considering because I'll tell you, they I'll
1: are. tell you, when we get to the end of this episode what i think the connection to dr strange 2 is and i can see how the person making the show doesn't need to know Mm. what they're filming what what they're filming means but i do think that's a bad way to like to compartmentalize so severely
0: yeah no i don't just and I don't disagree with that.
1: and by the way, that shot we just saw of the uh, of the dark hold opening up and the picture of the Scarlet Witch in it. Mm-hmm. The dank hold. Yeah, like look, there's her hair is drawn like tentacles, and there's also a tentacle coming off one of her legs.
0: Listen, we have a time machine. I want to see it.
1: So I think whoever drew the art for this prop, the dark hold, knew what they were supposed to be drawing Absolutely. and I think they're hinting at extra dimensional entities that are connected to the chaos magic Wanda uses. Mm-hmm. For example perhaps C'thon I would agree. Who in the comics the Darkhold is all about because it's basically Marvel's Necronomicon and C'thon is basically Cthulhu
0: Well C'thon made it, didn't he?
1: The uh, followers of C'thon wrote the book, yeah.
0: The followers? Okay. Um It looks like that doll that Nicole Gidman gave Batman and Batman Forever. <laughs>
1: Doesn't it? Uh um, perhaps. I'm just saying, like, why is there a warden? tentacle coming off of her shin there? That's not air. Oh, and that's a symbiote. It's it's clearly this artwork is supposed to look fucking because Cthulhu is a squid monster. And Cthawn is Cthulhu.
0: <laughs> Pretty sure this is a... Uh, or
1: I, it, I guess it could be Shuma Gorath. Let's not take all... Uh, let's leave options on the table in case I'm wrong. Sure. He is also a tentacle monster and could be in Doctor Strange too.
0: But you're right. That's definitely like outside the scope of this show. So...
1: Yeah, like whoever made the pages of this prop spellbook for the show could have information that the person running the show doesn't have because they don't need to know, which is weird to me. Like, shouldn't the person in charge of the show know everything about what's in the show?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, it's not, it's not about the show, this show.
1: Right, but still, like, if I was, if I was the director of a movie, I would want to supervise the props being made for my fucking movie. Oh, absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely. Marvel kind of has that reputation, though. Like people, be, people coming in only getting like parts of scripts. Yeah, that's my question. How much, really.
1: how much is the show's creator actually in charge of? And how much are they like a puppet that Kevin Feige is the real person? In yeah, charge? yeah,
0: that's definitely the secret sauce. That's what I'd MCU, like to know. Is that like everyone they bring in works with MCU people like Kevin Feige and whatnot, and they make it together which is what makes it gel really well and keep its continuity intact mostly.
1: So. But it, but look, I'm not I'm not bothered really. Yeah. And I said I wouldn't be. I said I wouldn't <laughs> be bothered if Mephisto didn't actually show up. I just would have liked some reference to Agatha because she's a witch from the Salem Witch Trials. Some reference to the fact that witches serve the fucking devil.
0: Yes. If we still had that scene. And it's not the because, scene.
1: and it's not because of anything Mephisto does in the comics that's connected to Wanda or the kids. It's because the show said the fucking devil and hell jokes all the fucking time. It did. Like, that's a that's a weird thing to do, and then claim it was a coincidence. <laughs> it, yeah. <sighs> I wonder. I wonder how much. I wonder if the, per- the person who's saying, I-, I don't know who Mephisto is, is really being honest, or if they're, like, being coy to hide Doctor Strange spoilers. Because that's, I mean, that's, that's, what that's, I'm, that's where I'm going with um, not being upset <laughs> that the, the devil doesn't actually have anything to do with WandaVision is because one of the many extra-dimensional monsters who... Who I was mentioning by name in previous reviews: Mephisto, Nightmare, Cthon, Shuma Gorath. Mm-hmm. Any one of these guys could still be connected to Wanda, not in this show, but in Doctor Strange 2. Yes. So then it would, so then it would become a through line, like a continuity that isn't wrapped it's up in the show, yeah. but is yeah. wrapped up in the next thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a plot thread that they're not, they're not uh, through with yet.
1: Yeah. And so here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Pietro. Boner. uh, Monica has found a headshot of him, which suggests (laughs) that he's an actor, which why why does, I guess an out-of-work actor, but why does he live in Westview, New Jersey? (laughs) Um, What acting is he trying to do from, from his house in... Jersey, <laughs>
0: maybe uh, his parents live here.
1: Well, where do they go then? Because Agatha—it's a good no, it's a good question. Agatha took over his house and put him under mind control, and then pretended he was her husband.
0: Or if you know, he's a fucking actor trying to do his shit. His parents died, so their house is still there. It's like you know, we
1: never. So there are a couple things that are never answered by the show that were set up by the show. Mm. One of them is, who was the guy in witness protection that Jimmy Woo was there to check in on?
0: Yeah, that, that's a big one. And,
1: and another, another is, who the fuck was the aerospace engineer? Yeah. Because you I will maintain knew. that that military lady who gave Monica the, the fucking moon buggy was not an aerospace engineer. They were just a soldier who was delivering the moon buggy. The aerospace engineer who made the moon buggy, who Monica talked about, never shows up. And apparently was never intended to show up. So that's just like outside of any, ooh, is it Reed Richards? Is it Blue Marvel? Like outside of those concerns? Mentioning an NPC that doesn't show up in the show is just putting a Chekhov's gun on the wall and not firing it. It is. That's That's bad storytelling 101.
0: And even more than the C'thon or, or Mephisto or whatever, I think that one is like absolutely a continuing Yeah, those are absolutely the ones that continuing... actually
1: disappoint me. Because three, 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 those are the ones that don't have anything to do with wild guesses. Those are the expectations the show actually set up. Which ones? The ones where it's like Monica mentioning an aerospace guy and that yeah. aerospace guy yeah. never showing up.
0: Yeah, they talk about that shit, like, specifically, unlike the other ones. Yeah, because, like, like, the show
1: never said that just because it's Evan Peters that means it's Quicksilver from another dimension. That was people guessing. Mm. So if that turned out wrong, I'm fine. But the things the show actually references and then doesn't do are the ones that are weird to me.
0: Right. I think that best friend is the one that's, like it has to be a open plot line that will continue forward. And, like, they're going to... They they didn't answer it on purpose. It's a thing that's coming along. as They get more into this space stuff, astronaut stuff, like Monica is.
1: Yeah. Uh, and another thing, player. so... Since we're at the part of the episode where we're seeing, like... the townspeople and how badly Wanda has affected them by putting them in the hex and making them live these fake lives... And that they can actually like, when they go to sleep, they have dreams of her fucking trauma.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And all of, this, all of the all shit she's put them through. One of the biggest complaints of the show that I've seen online is the fact that there's really no um, karma for that for her. That she just gets away with it and leaves town and nobody stops her. Nobody could stop her. Mm-hmm. And certainly like if, If Thor did arrest her and put her in jail, if she turned herself in at the end of the show or anything like that, it wouldn't solve the problem of the fact that until she learns how to control her powers, something like this could happen again. Like Mm -hmm. she does need to be in a space where she can learn magic. Right. So turning herself in wouldn't have fixed the problem. No. But the show doesn't offer anything to make people feel better about what she did to the town. So she just comes off as having done a villain thing and gotten away with it. I, and
0: I think I, absolutely she, that's how it seems. But I don't have a problem with it. I don't mind her being sometimes uh, an okay person, sometimes I a... am.
1: I'm tentatively okay with it because I want to see where it goes in Doctor Strange Two. But as it stands, I completely understand the people who feel unsatisfied seeing her just like torture Westview for a week and a half, like, a couple thousand people, who however many live in a town like that, um, and then just walk away and not be stopped.
0: I, I, I mean, yeah, I understand why, why people feel that way, and that is the case. There's no fucking repercussions for as far as that directly goes, sort of. But there is something that this show is actually about that happens at the end as well. And we've talked about it. She comes in with her car. She fucking does all this shit in the town, and once everything is done and the show is over, we see her car is still there, and she doesn't take it. We talked about it. She flies away. Yeah,
1: she uh, she she doesn't drive out off in the car she came into town, and she flies right. away. The, the, the show is about her. Well, Le- she doesn't leave town the
0: same way that she came in. She leaves town, accepting who she is, right. and no, not trying no. to be someone that she can't be. Yeah, the show. The the show
1: only intended to do two things: to have her address and move past all the death that has happened in her life, and to reveal how her powers actually work and set her on the path of learning to use them better and becoming the Scarlet Witch, like with with a costume and a and a code name, to like her becoming fully realized. As the character yes. from the comics,
0: and and more importantly, realizing that she's never going to be a picket fences housewife type character. She that's not a normal life she could ever have, ever.
1: Yeah, she can I even. think I think the thing is too, like in last episode, in this episode, we see her uh, refer to herself as maybe I am the bad guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So like, I, we're not. I don't think we're supposed to see a Wanda who's going to go back and do more Avengers stuff with the team and save the world. I think I think they're setting her up as like an anti-hero character.
0: Yeah. I mean, which is not that different than the comics. She's been off the Avengers yeah, as much the... as she's been
1: on the Avengers. Uh, the thing of it though is like if you're a fan of comics Wanda. You've probably been real unhappy with Marvel since House of M. <laughs> probably. It's a thing. Like, is that really where you want the character to be? No,
0: but you can do a better version of that. The MCU's been able to do that quite a bit, Reptile. Uh, she... Yeah, you can definitely do that better. But... I think if you just make a good... Character out of her, a hero one hundred percent. That's not really the Scarlet Witch. That's not really Wanda. It's more. She's a little more complicated than that. Yeah, and messy. She's like the Hulk. It's not that much different, I suppose. Um, and very much like Banner. She's like, listen. Another reason why I can't have that life that I've wanted all my life, and I saw it in sitcoms, is because I fucking hurt people, even when I don't mean to. I can't live like that. Around those people, around just that kind of shit. Especially right
1: now. Uh, speaking of other things, the show actually meant to set up. Uh, yes. We, we, we just saw Monica use, I won't say the full extent of her powers, mm-hmm. but we saw her really show what she can do by like turning into energy and absorbing the, the kinetic energy from those bullets. That pass through her body.
0: What else is she supposed to be able to do? Eventually, she,
1: uh, she can like she absorbs light and energy and can turn into light and energy.
2: Okay,
1: that's basically her power set as photon. Hmm. She's also sometimes called Spectrum. They they've been real wishy washy with her code names in the comics because originally. She went by Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and they had to give that name to Carol, which in the comics made sense because the the original Captain Marvel was Marvel, the uh, the alien who was Carol's mentor, and Carol was Marvel's sidekick, basically Ms. Right. Marvel. So he was a it makes right? sense for Ms. Marvel to become Captain Marvel when the first Captain Marvel died, but they didn't do it right away. Right. They had a bunch of other Captain Marvels in between. And Makes and Monica sense. was one of them in the comics. And, and they're, they're probably not going to put her in the that comics. position
0: in the, in the MCU here. Yeah. I said last time, I had to rewind this scene a few times just to listen. Because he was talking fast and about something weird.
1: Uh, So, as someone who already knows what the... the, <laughs> what the, the Ship
0: of Theseus is. The it Ship just of also Theseus, said yeah. It.
1: I I am already familiar with that uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) concept. And so, this scene was not difficult for me to understand.
0: (laughs) No, it wasn't hard to understand, like, the scene. I was just making sure I was hearing what he said right.
1: right. right. It's a lot of dialogue. British people. This is actually my favorite part of the show, is the fact that the two visions end up resolving their fight with a philosophy. (laughs) I mean...
0: Yeah.
1: How it's, it's else? The most could vision this thing you can do is to solve a fight with your words.
0: <laughs> right. Like if would. Yeah. This is the only way this makes sense.
1: So and Zack Snyder was directing this. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what's interesting to me is the question of what is White Vision now, like because he just got all of his memories back, but does that mean that he is? though as same as he was before he died or does he not have emotions or something like that
0: that's the question on everyone's mind
1: because i would i would guess if if he had been completely restored to the way he was then he would like stick around for wanda and instead he just up and leaves to You're... i guess i don't know go on a journey of self discovery <laughs>
0: You're going to you're going to say what I said last time, huh? Okay. Well, okay.
1: I'm glad you're coming around. I I've, I've thought about it since mm-hmm. since we previously recorded this episode yeah, and it didn't no, work. It's broadcast. definitely a thing. Um, cuz there's cuz I'm of two minds of it. Like there's what I just said and then mm-hmm. the second thing is like metaphorically it it means something that his eyes just changed from the from the circuit board eyes to looking like human eyes it's like regular vision has. To Especially me, that just says that it's not
0: Hayward's in his head anymore.
1: Yeah, it's light him. Vision was called Project Cataract. Right. And a cataract is when there's something over your eyes to blind you. <laughs> it
0: is. That's exactly what it
1: is. And and he was being blinded by having his memories withheld from him in so the, order the, to do Hayward's bidding.
0: The, the eyes thing is just to communicate. He's making his own decisions. We don't know what those decisions are now. Yeah, um, but
1: but the bigger question is like is he is he able to act human, like Vision previously could, or is he more like Data from Star Trek now, mm-hmm. where he he has a limited emotional capacity and will behave differently. That
0: he. that is the thing, and I said because, last time it's significant because as soon as well like five seconds after he was born, Vision, in Ultron, he was talking about how we got to work together, we got to save life, he's on the side of life, and we have to go stop Ultron because he's going to destroy all that. And I think he would have stayed here to help the townspeople and Wanda if he was just the previous Vision. But he didn't do any of that shit. I, he...
1: I, I feel like whichever the answer is, he flew off mm-hmm. because he's he's confused about things and needs to figure out the nature okay. of his existence. And this is something like that goes back to Infinity War when they talk about, can the Mind Stone be removed from Vision without killing him? Will he still be the same person without it? Because he's his, his cognitive capacity is a combination of Ultron, Jarvis, and the Mind Stone. So there's and a Tony question moves. of how much of each part is is necessary to make him him. Was the mind stone just something attached to his face, or was it a big part of him?
0: Yeah, and I'm, that's what I thought was going to happen in, in Infinity War, and I was talking about that a lot, and I was dead wrong uh, that he was going to lose that. Um, but now it seems that we might be in for that. That time is now with White Vision.
1: I guess we will see. We'll see. The thing is, I don't know when we'll see White Vision next because if you look at the projects that are coming up in Phase 4 and 5 like, I don't see him showing up in Doctor Strange 2 to help Strange and Wanda with whatever's going on in that No, I just kind of don't think uh, a story about a whole lot of magic is going to, and here's the robot you know
0: (laughs) I wouldn't expect that at all
1: No, Um, and I don't know what reason he would have to show up in any of the other Marvel things either. The soonest I would expect to see him is when they finally get around to doing the Young Avengers.
0: Um, Because
1: it's it's gonna take a while, but it's going to be sort of fairly soon because this show and and Doctor Strange 2 are giving us uh, Wiccan and Speed. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is uh, supposed to have Eli Bradley, the Patriot, in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Ant-Man 3 is going to give uh, Scott's daughter Cassie Ant Powers, so she'll be Stature or whatever. Mm -hmm. She's had other code names too. I don't know which one they're going with. Uh, There's gonna be a Hawkeye show that'll give us Kate Bishop. Uh, The Secret Invasion will probably introduce Hulkling because you can't really have Wiccan and not have Hulkling. They're a couple of... Almost their entire personalities are about that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's little else to them, really. Um,
0: Yeah, the only other thing I could imagine Vision being relevant to specifically is if White Vision knows more about what Hayward was up to with some sentient uh, weapon programs.
1: Yeah, but I, I he's not going to know, know anything else. I don't, don't know, know what have. Marvel, uh, thing coming down the pipeline that would be about that.
0: Oh yeah. I don't know either. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I'm I just, I'm just suggesting young Avengers because that seems like the soonest thing he would have a reason to show up for because, because his kids will be on that team and because the vision was a member of that team in the yeah. comics.
0: Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I would like to imagine that something coming out of that sentient weapons things or weapons plus rolling out of this show whenever they get to the point of talking about You know, about it,
1: maybe She-Hulk? Maybe? Because because She-Hulk will be a lot of like courtroom dramedy as opposed to a mainly action show. Like it's going to be She-Hulk is a lawyer mm-hmm. who barely ever uses her powers for fighting. She just shows up to court Big and Green because she likes staying in Hulk form. And most of her adventures are about the courtroom stuff in the comics. So the show is basically going to be Big Green Alley McBeal. So I imagine that they will have a lot of court cases in the show that are about superheroes and superpowers and the legal... Complications of a world that has superpowered people in it, and visions' rights as a robot may be something worth addressing in a courtroom drama episode.
0: <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, I wouldn't disagree. I would have been interested to see uh, that situation that we learned about at the beginning here, because with him in the Sokovia Court. So, at
1: the end of the day, like when it comes to Hayward, there are people who are like, Hayward did nothing wrong. Because they agree that Wanda is the villain for enslaving the town for a week and a half.
0: Step out of that thing and shoot at kids. <laughs> nothing wrong. Dude, come on.
1: Like, like I don't I he did nothing wrong is a little extreme. Yeah, a little bit. But I can see seeing him as not completely the bad guy. But here's what he did do wrong. He did rebuild the vision, which is illegal. Yeah. Like they establish in the show that in exchange for, for uh, agreeing to the Sokovia Accords, Vision got rights as, as a sentient being, legally. Mm-hmm. And he used those rights to, to leave behind a will when he died. And the will said, no one's allowed to fucking rebuild me. And, and Hayward was using Wanda as an opportunity to make it seem like she's the one who rebuilt Vision and thus get away with rebuilding Vision. And he, uh, he got caught, and he's going yeah. to jail for breaking the Sokovia Accords. That's what he did wrong.
0: That was is that guy's name
1: Jimmy Woo? Is that the Jimmy character? Jimmy Woo. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he's he's an FBI agent who was in yeah, the yeah. He Ant- did Man- that
0: guy. He busted him. Yeah. Good for him.
1: So. So uh, Vision does have rights. But the question of like, what is the Vision now, and like, will Sword try to claim some kind of ownership over the white version of Vision, claiming that he's not the same Vision or something right. like that? They could follow that up in a show like She-Hulk if they wanted to. They could. So that and Avengers are the two soonest opportunities I can think of that we'll see him again.
0: Um, and it'll be interesting to see depending on how he is. Uh, how White Vision is later on, like, is that something he even cares about complying
1: with? Yeah, that's that's true. Like, will he be above like the concerns of human law and government? Will he not like... care? Because I'm a super powerful <laughs> robot who can walk through walls or make myself like the heaviest thing on earth or shoot yes. a laser out of my face. What do I give a fuck?
0: Maybe <laughs> like trying to sue Thor. It's like.
1: Yeah, remember in the comics when um, Thor came back right after Civil War and Tony showed up to try and make him sign the Registration Act? (laughs) And he was just like... He beat the shit out of Tony (laughs) and said, Go back to your government and tell them I'm not a superhero. I'm a foreign dignitary. And I have diplomatic immunity.
0: (laughs) And if I see you in the sky anywhere around fucking Asgard which was above Oklahoma at the yeah, time
1: it was it was floating yeah. above Oklahoma farmland that Thor had purchased so not only did he own the land but Asgard wasn't even touching it so you he know. could get away with it <laughs> and
0: he it, it, and he also added the skies around there they're mine if i see you at the skies anywhere around there i don't care who it is you're yeah, going down this is
1: now a foreign embassy okay <laughs> Your registration act doesn't mean shit to me because this is its own government right here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> fuck off. And if you and if you come back here and you try to make me register again, you're gonna find out what the difference is between a god of thunder and a mortal man in a metal suit. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, that's what he. Uh, that, that's what he said. Tony totally yeah, was like, support. "What have you been juicing?" It's like, no, you just never fucking needed the hand of God before, but I swear to motherfuckers, you could. Get... <laughs> God, Tony got wrecked. It was cool.
1: Yeah, he did. It was fun. Yeah. So Vision could pull one of those. He could. He's a very polite guy though. Like, even, even White Vision has come across as a reasonable dude so far. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's not <laughs> a Viking. He tried to crush one his head. <laughs> he's a... Uh... He's okay with talking things out and what Yeah. Whatnot, you yeah.
1: Know. Mm. These kids He's a, are about to die. He he is nothing if not logical and reasonable.
0: And we learned at the end of this episode that, like,
1: they do have souls or something, in a Yeah, sense. the kids, I mean, Wanda made the kids, but even when they stop existing, because she's closing the hex here, she's making it all go away we will see at the end of the credits that somehow Wanda can still hear their voices from somewhere. So and their I bodies believe, die. I believe that is what the connection is to Doctor Strange too. that somehow her kids are alive in another dimension and in the process of opening portals to other dimensions to try and rescue them, she creates the problem that Doctor Strange has to solve. That's what I predict the plot of Doctor Strange 2 will be. That's the inciting incident anyway.
0: I would agree. That the, and, the actual like,
1: plot will be about Mephisto or Nightmare or Shumagora uh, or Jathon taking advantage of the portals to do bad guy things.
0: And ideally, along with her dealing with the, the kids and all that situation, she can learn some things that's like, listen, you can't just keep doing this stuff and making things
1: yeah, you just more people things. can't make out of thin air.
0: <laughs> and I mean, like, he or she didn't realize she was. She thought they were fake as like everyone else. Yeah. Uh, like, say, listen, you can just... There's other sh- parts of magic you need to understand. Let's talk about this.
1: Uh, yeah, let uh, So let's go back a bit and talk about the fact that um, in the Darkhold, the prophecy of the Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. uh, refers to... This figure as being someone who can uh, create matter spontaneously, who can cast spells without any training, who is more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme, mm-hmm. and who is uh, prophesized to cause the end of the world.
0: <laughs> yes, that makes her sound a lot like the Phoenix. Uh, somewhat. <laughs> I mean, d- there's, there's a lot, there's a of, lot of things in to
1: the world in the Marvel universe. There are, but like the thing of like
0: ending life and creating life and all this other stuff, like all that's tied into the Phoenix as well.
1: Sure. I mean, Wanda, Wanda in the MCU has always kind of cribbed off some Jean Grey shit. She
0: has. Yeah. We
1: talked about this before about how in the comics her powers were originally about controlling bad luck. Like, she shot bad luck lasers at people, oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then learned magic. In the movies, they changed it to telepathy and telekinesis, which is fucking Gene.
0: It's a... it's a thing.
1: So, when they get to the real Gene Grey, like, when they actually do the X-Men in the MCU... I guess we'll see! Especially since, like, we've already seen another company attempt two Phoenix movies twice mm-hmm. and fail. So, the Phoenix is kind of radioactive as a property. I,
0: I agree. So,
1: um, I'm sure I'm the the biggest... is real fucking delicate about how they do fucking Gene when they... I hope. The they X-Men. should be.
0: I'm the biggest X-Men shill that you'll fucking come across. I love that shit all day. Uh, I don't really care about Gene. Yeah, I gotta Gene... say,
1: maybe, like, look, the Phoenix Saga was famous because it was good when it happened in the 70s and 80s in the comics, sure. But- It was long. It's not good enough to be worth retelling three times. No. Um, like the only it, thing that's important about it is that it deep dives into how much Cyclops and Jean love each other. And you can do that in a lot of other ways.
0: You can. Um, th- there are ways of doing the Phoenix Saga. I think like that would other, be okay, but it would need to that be very the Phoenix different.
1: Saga does that no other story can do is that it features a lot of the Shi'ar? Yeah, I've never liked the Shi'ar. Mm, yeah. I don't care if they never show up in the the MCU.
0: <laughs> you don't want to see uh, Gladiator?
1: I can do. I can do without Gladiator. Here's the thing <laughs> about Gladiator: Marvel <laughs> yeah. has a lot of guys who are parodies of Superman. Gladiator is the least interesting of all of them. I would, that would that rather would have the fucking Sentry.
0: Oh, obviously. Since I don't really want to have the...
1: Here's, here's my pitch. Uh-huh. If if Mar- if the MCU is ever going to do a parody of Superman, you get Henry Cavill and you have him play Hyperion, <laughs> and that's Marvel Superman. Okay. You just really rub it in DC's face. <laughs> I mean, why not? Like, literally do the Squadron Supreme Earth...
0: That's the, that's the thing. That's, in the comics, it's Superman, not subtle. I would like to
1: see Marvel do,
0: <laughs> right? Like it's not supposed to be subtle. It's like you know what we're doing. You get. I don't. Sucks. I
1: don't want them to do like the car? Uh, wishy-washy parodies of Superman, like Gladiator. No. I want them to do Hyperion, the real parody of Gladiator.
0: If you're gonna do it, do it. Yeah, her car was fine. She had her red car. She yeah. checked it earlier, but it's fine. It was parked.
1: I mean, all of the all of the damage was undone when she unhexed the town,
0: except for this damage right here.
1: Yeah, the the emotional damage you can't uh, wish away.
0: <laughs> no,
1: that's gonna that's gonna stick around.
0: But very not subtly symbolic. She I leaves think,
1: the town very differently than she you came. You know what in. I think they could have done at least that would have satisfied people a little bit more. What's that? I would have had the townspeople throwing vegetables at her, and her oh put up a, a force field to block them, and just Come keep on. Barking. like vegetables? same sad face, same walk down the street, talk to Monica, like just kind of ignoring them. But the people get to like express their upsetness.
0: Okay, express yes.
1: Yeah, just just throw some fucking tomatoes and. You, cabbage you don't have to
0: throw tomatoes. <laughs> <forest> field, <laughs> this is the fucking fifties. I think I think
1: there needs to be some kind of fucking catharsis.
0: <laughs> I, you know I would definitely be like somebody need to be vocal hey fuck you, you
1: also like lo- here's the thing what what we're basically seeing here the the townspeople having a legitimate reason to be mad at her and her leaving town in shame is basically how people react to mutants yeah and in in Marvel things. Crowds of humans throw vegetables at mutants a lot, too. It's a thing. <laughs> like the, I think we can move think, on from vegetables, though. I, I just want a little taste of angry protester. That's all I want. Because they so can't really hurt Wanda. They can't do anything to her, which is why no. they just stand there and let her walk away.
0: See? She came in as Wanda.
1: She's like, leaving as the Scarlet Witch like if it was me i'd throw a tomato
0: <laughs> why would you throw a tomato like you had to pay for that shit this is, ah, a, uh, it. This is a post-recession world we're living in sir i i guess you know? the
1: town looked kind of depressed maybe they don't want to waste hell yeah it looked depressed.
0: <laughs> like come on i mean it's There's better than throwing a brick though <laughs> it is better than throwing a brick
1: but that's
0: where i would throw a few f-bombs
1: yeah, I guess if they were just, like, booing and get out of here, go away, boo, fuck you. Fuck
0: you, right. we don't want you ruining our lives anymore, get the fuck out of here, you your...
1: Throwing tomatoes feels more viscerally satisfying. Uh,
0: okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, I like, all
1: right. I like when people throw tomatoes at stuff. Well,
0: give everybody that gun from Iron Man 3 that shoots potatoes, but tomatoes are there.
1: Um... Potato guns are a real thing. You live in the South. I'm sure you've seen potato guns.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I don't want anybody to shoot potatoes at people.
1: That sounds painful. That's probably a little more force than you would want. (laughs) You're from the South. You're not cool with shooting? Yeah, you know. No, I just mean rednecks are the guys who build potato guns.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what? That's why I don't.
1: I had a rough childhood. Got a lot of potatoes shot oh, at me. It's, it's just an air compressor and some PVC pipe, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that all? Okay, then they're cool. We can do it. I mean, I, Pennsylvania is this? the honorary South.
0: <laughs> You're right, answer's the thing. Honorary.
1: I, I have known rednecks in my
0: day. <laughs> uh, I think they're pretty spread out. I think they're more of an epidemic than people realize.
1: I guess. They're everywhere. Is there anything else? Oh, okay, okay, this okay, is a thing. so this scene... So, uh, I think... I don't remember if we talked about it only in the, the episode that didn't record properly. Or if we talked about it when we were reviewing previous episodes of the show. What's it? But, Sword, in the MCU, doesn't seem to have anything to do with space or mm-hmm. Fury's Skrull buddies from the end of Far From Home. hmm but this scene creates that connection because Monica was like next up in line for the director position before she got snapped. Right. So if Hayward's out of the picture, presumably Monica is now up in line to become director of Sword. Yes. So if if Monica, as director of Sword, befriends Fury and the Skrulls, maybe that sets up Sword becoming the the space governing version of S.W.O.R.D. from the comics. It's also uh, worth noting this show chronologically takes place before Far From Home. Deeper because spot. this is just a few weeks after Endgame, and yeah. Far From Home was a few months after Endgame. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that was way ahead. Yeah. Um, no, I think you're right about that. I think that that's going to change S.W.O.R.D. from the sentient weapons to more of the space shit like they are in the comics, and they'll they'll do that. And probably, hopefully, maybe, possibly the vestiges of Hayward's Yeah, ongoing, the people uh, who
1: actually cared about sentient weapons yeah. could go off and create, like, the Sentinel program or right. something.
0: Right, yeah, those will peel off and they'll start popping up as weapons Z type shit and weapons plus maybe. Um, I think we're done with Hydra, but I wouldn't. Oh, be Hydra, Hydra!
1: is super uh, irrelevant after. Yeah,
0: really, really irrelevant.
1: Um, like after Cap Two and Strucker being killed off in um, Age of Ultron, I don't really think there's room for more fucking Hydra. Story.
0: No, 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 no. I think that taking that stuff um, and get Weapons, Weapons Plus, and them slowly building up into, feel fill that void, fill that void a little bit. Uh, would be more reasonable going forward.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, what else we that? So... So we've talked a lot about the things the show didn't do that people thought it was gonna do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, um... I guess we didn't really deep dive into how we feel about Pietro being Ralph Boner.
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean... I don't think you and I feel the way a lot of the vocal people. Yeah,
1: look, I I get where they were coming from. Evan Peters did make them go, oh, that guy has played Quicksilver in another universe, and this is supposed to be leading into a movie about the multiverse, so now I expect that connection to be there. I understand the disappointment when he turned out to just be a gag about how like, sitcoms recast people, and the characters pretend that they don't notice. Like, Darren in Bewitched, or Aunt Vivian in Fresh Prince. That's that's what Ralph Boner really represents. Yeah. It's just a gag about recasting, and the fact that they used a guy who had played Quicksilver before was like a fourth wall thing.
0: Yeah, it's like a Metal Wink uh, do, doing that archetype. Yeah. Um,
1: but I understand people being disappointed. If if he had turned out to be Foxman Quicksilver, I would have thought that was a cute thing to do as long as he went home. Like, I wouldn't want him to stay and become the MCU Quicksilver because that's a disservice to the real Quicksilver, who is Wanda's actual brother.
0: Yeah, and that's a disservice to Wanda as well, like, storytelling. Yeah, like, if,
1: if he had here. been Fox Universe Quicksilver and then went home at the end of the show, I'd have been cool with that. I'd have thought that was a cool thing to do, but I don't need it. And the reason I don't need it is because I don't really like the Fox X-Men movies. <laughs> and it's that simple.
0: It's that complicated. <laughs> uh, if he had just come and it had been Fox uh, whatever, Silver. hang on, she's doing cool shit. Like she's yeah. doing magic. Yeah, her fucking magic has shapes and shit now.
1: Yeah, it's she's doing like swirly smoky runes. She's learned some shit. She is she is studying the dark hold, which if you're going to learn magic, maybe it's not a good idea to yeah. Like, Baby's first magic book is not the Necronomicon, <laughs> man. Uh, your sorcery <laughs> education so probably shouldn't begin and end with that book. It's learning to swim at the deep end of the pool. Probably gonna turn out <sighs> poorly. <laughs> and,
0: and she probably never heard the joke about uh, them putting the warnings after the spell.
1: Yeah, yeah, she hasn't. It's okay. That,
0: that's why Dr. Have has to She doesn't have
1: the expert guidance from all of the guys who know what they're doing that Doctor mm-hmm. Strange had. <laughs> she needs, she needs that very much. She and really it would be weird if- By seeing Agatha do it, and then just like monkey see monkey do. Mm-hmm. So to go from that to actually reading a book and it's like the devil book. <laughs>
0: but, yes, yeah, yeah, you know. Let's maybe balance this a little idea. bit.
1: I will, I will correct myself on something I had said in previous episode reviews. The Dark Hold is not just a book of spells about like portals and the multiverse.
0: It's a book of the dead.
1: It has it has some spells to open portals to like limbo and hell and the mm-hmm. chaos dimension because it's C'thon stuff. Mm-hmm. But it is most famous for having spells about like vampires and werewolves and zombies. Spooky. Like. Dracula is is big into like trying to get his hands on the dark hold in the comics.
0: God Dracula's so
1: sick and and rumor has had it since they announced that they, that they were doing an MCU Blade movie that Dracula will be trying to get the dark hold in that movie.
0: Maybe played by Gary Oldman.
1: <laughs> there was there was a rumor I'm not there I, was. Can't, I can't I don't want people to get their hopes up that they're going to recast the guy who played Bram Stoker's Dracula.
0: No, yeah, but...
1: That's what's fun about Feige, though, because...
0: he'd like to see it, too. Yeah, I think
1: that would be the best casting. But if somebody else plays Dracula, don't be too disappointed. It's just rumor from the internet right now, okay? Uh, And that is the thing. Expectation control. Right, right. That's another... Like, that's what happened to a lot of people who were disappointed with this show. They they read an internet rumor and got their hopes up. So let's not do that.
0: (laughs) I mean, I get it. And I think a big part of that is because there was nothing last year. It's been a long time since... Yeah,
1: yeah. There was literally no media Mm -hmm. in all of 2020.
0: (laughs) So, like, people are real backed up, man. They got, like, we need... We need... And so they kind of just ran with it because
1: they needed so much. You know, the nice thing about this review being a week late is that it means we're a week closer to Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's a week from today. It's a week from today. When we're recording this, I don't know when this will go up. We're recording this on a Friday, We are one week from when Falcon and Winter Soldier starts.
0: And only six days until the slider cut.
1: Yeah, that's also a thing that exists.
0: (laughs) No, listen, dude. Be happy.
1: I'm really happy. You're happy because you're like thinking that once that's out, people will stop talking about Snyder. I fear that that this could lead to a revival. (laughs)
0: Listen, if they make a new movie, then okay. I just don't want this movie to exist anymore and people to keep talking about. This movie needs to not be relevant. Uh, we don't have to get uh, off. That's not
1: done. how it works. It's going to be relevant for a very long time.
0: It's been relevant since what year was that? When Ragnarok I think came it out? It was
1: supposed to come out in the Whedon one came out in like 2016.
0: It came out alongside Thor Ragnarok. So
1: Whatever maybe year that was yeah, maybe 2018. then like, please. Okay, man, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Stop so being 2019 relevant. 2019 was Endgame. <laughs> okay. So 2018 was Infinity War. So Ragnarok was probably 2017. Yeah,
0: 2017 sounds right. Please, this movie needs to not be relevant anymore.
1: I I think you're going to find that people will keep finding reasons to talk about it and disappointing us.
0: Maybe they will, but See, as long as Warner Brothers and Snyder aren't encouraging that... Let's, let's them,
1: talk about the show. Let's talk about this. God damn it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I enjoy seeing two guys who can phase trying to stick their hand in each other's chests.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that uh, Vision learned from his
1: Thanos thing. Or did he? Did he remember that? It's uh, confusing. He, he, neither of them remembers fighting Thanos until until White Vision gets his memories back. Because remember, so Hex vision the one that right. created Vision, doesn't remember anything yeah. from before Westview. That's true. He, That's why he only knows myself. what Darcy has told him.
0: Thanos killed you and she had to watch. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. He should have phased the first time when Thanos was going after that shit. If he can. Maybe he can't. We, we did talk about that, that thing that Glaive had.
1: Yes, Corvus Glaive yeah. stabbed Vision with his Glaive. And somehow did. that shut down Vision's ability to um, phase.
0: Mm, it did. Allegedly, Mjolnir can do that too.
1: In the comics, um, Mjolnir can do a lot of things. Like the... Mjolnir can summon the Bifrost on its own in the comics. Theoretically,
0: Stormbreaker can.
1: Well, and... Stormbreaker specifically can. Like that's in the movie. Yeah. Mjolnir couldn't in the movie. So Stormbreaker is. Better Mjolnir. So far. So far. Maybe. Well, it's. Kinda. I mean, Mjolnir couldn't, you know, fight Hela, and Stormbreaker no. all killed Thanos, so. He did. Stormbreaker. But, I mean, Mjolnir probably could have killed
0: Thanos. Cap was doing alright.
1: I, I don't know. I think Thanos if Hela just... could crush it, Thanos could have crushed it.
0: You think so? You think Thanos
1: is stronger than Hela in the MCU? Dude, well, I th- he had the Infinity Gems at the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, with the Infinity Stones. Uh, it Look, either way, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, Hammers.
1: So, we should probably talk about Wanda's costume, because we haven't brought that up
0: we should real quick i don't remember what we said there's not a sorcerer supreme right now right
1: no there is currently not uh dr strange has not become the new sorcerer supreme yet on screen since the ancient one died he is currently only the head of the new york sanctum it would seem right and And
0: he doesn't he doesn't have the, the eye anymore either does he
1: no, the Eye of Agamotto was the time stone, and the, yeah. the stones were destroyed, and then the stones used in Endgame were all sent back to the timelines they stole them from.
0: With Steve.
1: So there is no longer any Infinity Stones in this version of the MCU. Hmm. We're going to need some new MacGuffins. So, in the comics, the way Doctor Strange became the new Sorcerer Supreme, the way he got the title after the Ancient One died is that they held a tournament, and the finalists in that tournament were Strange and Doctor Doom. And this is one of the more famous Doctor Strange stories out there, so I'm really hoping that they adapt it for Doctor Strange 3. Because by then they will have presumably set up Doctor Doom because we're getting a Fantastic Four in Phase 5.
0: Yeah, that's on the slate. That's coming. Uh, Surely, that'd be great. That'd be really great.
1: I think I think that would be a really fun thing if if they the MCU finally gave us a comics accurate Doctor Doom and they used him in a lot of movies and not just the Fantastic Four movies. Oh, that yeah. would be the best case scenario.
0: Doom is definitely a villain in Marvel, bigger than the Fantastic Four.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is. He is a Marvel universe villain, not just a guy who hates Reed Richards.
0: <laughs> He's like the villain. He's I the mean, he does
1: villain. really hate Reed Richards, but <laughs> sure,
0: yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, it's fine. No, Doom is Doom is like the big guy at the top because he just is. It's Marvel,
1: Doom. Another thing about the Ralph Boner scenes that I enjoyed is that um, I don't know how many of our listeners are on our Discord, but there are running jokes on our Discord about Steven Seagal. So it (laughs) it is amusing to me that fake Pietro enjoys Steven Seagal because Steven Seagal (laughs) is also living a total lie his entire life. (laughs) Like he is the fakest man in the world. And the showrunner
0: had no knowledge of that going in they're not sure steven seagal never heard of that my
1: man. favorite thing about steven seagal is that he is whatever ethnicity he wants to be when it's convenient for him yeah like he well, wants to yeah. hang out with native americans he claimed to be part native american mm-hmm. he, when he moved to russia he claimed that he was part russian <laughs> he is frequently attempted to capitalize on the idea that he is part Asian by squinting and doing very bad Aikido his entire career. The truth of Steven Seagal is that he's half Jewish, German white guy. <laughs> uh, shocking. From, uh, let me look up where he's from exactly.
0: These scenes are cool, by the way. Yeah. This stuff um, is, is, is really nice. It uh, really,
1: really drives home how uh, how much she's, she's fucked up these people. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: How, how really terrible the, the week and a half that the Hex has existed has been.
0: And and I was honestly afraid they were going to pull those punches a little. Uh, I mean, when they did not saying it's
1: Agatha all along, kind of expected them to be able to pass off the blame. For the hexed, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is kind of um, brave of them to. It is have Wanda have done a bad thing and like gotten away with it, even though it doesn't like super satisfy people.
0: Just in terms of like raw PR of a property, like it, it it's not a heroic way to paint this this woman. But it's the way, way that I would record, have wanted way,
1: it to go. By the way, um. Steven Seagal is from Lansing, Michigan.
0: (laughs) Man, yeah, dude. Exotic.
1: Yeah. um, (laughs) Okay, so the Jewish side of him is Russian Jews, so he can, in fact, claim to be part Russian. Okay. But I I assure you, there is no Native American in him. Nor is there any uh, Japanese. And also, if you've ever seen him do Aikido, he literally stands there and does nothing while people flip themselves. <laughs> that is the thing. He is an actor. I'm yeah. not sure if that's him or if Aikido is really that useless, though. <laughs> mm, you know
0: what? Since he's involved, I'm going to... He's not sh- doing I'm sure anything, there is must There must
1: be people who do Aikido who really do it. As opposed to uh, holding your wrist and waiting for you to do a flip. <laughs> I'm sure that Steven Seagal
0: isn't like... The authority grandmaster of Aikido. Yeah. There's no no one better than him. I doubt it. Does he do anything? Does he like, I haven't heard about him in a while though.
1: Um, he's still occasionally making like direct-to-video quality movies where he's like a a member of the special forces and walks around war zones lazily holding a gun over his fat gut. Mm. It's it's pretty embarrassing.
0: Right. Well, you know. <laughs> You got to get something at (sighs) Redbox. These kids are dying.
1: It's a a shame what's happening here. (laughs) Mm.
0: They're actually dying.
1: They have souls. Well, they are... See, at this point, we don't know that. They're simply unexisting. She doesn't know either.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She has no idea. But, like... She literally kills their bodies, so she kills them. That is a, that's killing someone.
1: I, I suppose. I mean, we talked about this in previous episode reviews. The thing that always kind of is weird to me about um, when children age very fast in a work of fiction, Bubbles. is like, how can you possibly like know how to behave if you're only four days old? Like, what life experience makes up your personality if you're only four days old? Like, where did all that come from? <laughs> you're absolutely right. These these children have never been to school. <laughs> no. Unfortunately... Like you can put knowledge in a person's head with magic, but well, you personality is more than that. Um, unfortunately, there's no way for us to, like,
0: study that. In the real world, it's also it's it's
1: it's also true of like comic books, Wiccan and Speed. They are older than this. (laughs) Like
0: his Kung Fu stance, vision? Come on, man. What are you doing? (laughs) It's like Johnny Cage.
1: What is he gonna do with his hands? I don't know. (laughs) That's a Johnny Cage stance. What is he gonna fucking do? Split nut punch? He's, he's like he's putting his hands out like he's gonna grab the soldiers, but he's yeah. probably just was gonna shoot a forehead laser at them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. His go-to is always the forehead laser or the sleever. You know, I'd be a little reluctant to use my forehead laser if I had crippled a, a friend of mine with it once. We all remember, remember that, right? Rody, he doesn't we, Remember it. Rhodey was Vision's fault. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh,
0: we know, but Vision doesn't know.
1: Well, White Vision will know in a moment. He will know. <laughs>
0: We don't know what the fuck that is in his head, dude. That's just a that's just a fucking LED crystal, man. That's, With that's really powerful laser in it. Really powerful.
1: It's probably no more powerful than like Tony's repulsor rays. I mean it
0: overpowers vision here. Oh, probably, vision.
1: Here's the thing, is that okay. white vision is powered by Wanda's magic that they sucked out of that drone. And Wanda's magic contains some Mind Stone energy in it. That That's how she created Fake Vision. So, that energy presumably is as powerful as the Mind Stone.
0: That was... Well, I mean, it's always it all, confusing. All,
1: vision, all White Vision has in its head to shoot the laser is just Jotile. some military-grade laser lens probably. Uh, it's just some, some sci-fi tech that's able to um, focus the energy and yeah. shoot it out
0: she says in this episode that what was left of the mind stone is is she used to make fake vision here yeah but that's a little unclear like does that mean that you don't have any of that stuff there with you still
1: or no man look at this dude he didn't do anything wrong i mean they established in infinity war that wanda's magic is as powerful as an infinity stone because it can destroy an infinity stone right so that's all you really need to know
0: i guess so and man like how long does that charge last like just off that one little drone powering vision here white vision
1: well magic is the thing that makes magic different (laughs) from science is that it's allowed to break the rules of physics
0: okay (laughs) that's that's the only maybe, maybe thing we have to somehow,
1: go on. Maybe somehow, by having some of Wanda's magic in him, he, he has access to where it comes from. So he's drawing off the Chaos Dimension the same way she is. Maybe. Dude, that would be so fucking sick. But he's uh, he's converting it to generic robot lasers. He's <laughs>
0: using some crazy cool sorcery shit. The Dormammu symbol it's like, pops up on like, his like, forehead. Um,
1: there was a comparison I made in the in the version of this review that didn't turn out. Uh-huh. Where I said it's... White Vision's forehead gem is just like the Hydra guns Yay. that shoot uh, Tesseract energy. Because the Tesseract was an Infinity Stone. And Hydra figured out how to channel that energy. Like, even though the Space Stone is used for making portals, not shooting lasers, Red Skull figured out how to... Use that energy to shoot lasers. (laughs) He did. So, so White Vision's head is really just a Hydra laser gun. If I was gonna do that, me personally, I would have it sound like those guns did. That would be uh, a callback, but I'm sure they just didn't think of that.
0: I'm, I mean, yeah, yeah. Listen, it's not super required. It's just what I would do because they had a very distinct sound. They sound like repulsors.
1: If, if I was making Captain America one. I would have revealed in a later movie um, that all of the guys who had ever been shot in World War II with a Hydra gun weren't dead. They were teleported. Yeah. to Red Skull. Yeah, like Red Skull at the end of the movie. Like he should have this army of American soldiers who are just hanging out on the the Soul Gem planet. (laughs) Boy. Vermeer? Vermeer? Uh, Vormir? Vormir, something like Some, that.
0: Yeah, something like that. That would be funny. Well, no, what I would do, I would do that, but they would all be dead. They would have died of old age. old
1: age. That, But not Red Skull. He's cursed. There, there, would be, there would be a bunch of old man soldier bodies lying around yes. Vormir. Yes, that's what I would have done. And
0: Red Skull <laughs> can't leave, so he just has to stay here with right. these corpses all around him forever. Yeah. That would have been tight. That sounds metal as fuck. <laughs> that
1: would be really sick. That's what I would have done. Yeah, to, that would have been to, the way to go. To justify why the, the Space Stone laser guns were laser guns. They would have actually been teleport guns.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's, I mean, that's what Loki did. Yeah. He's going to go beat Owen Wilson. <laughs> I... I said this thing last time. That is I don't think thing. it's
1: the case. So like What's in that? terms of in terms of a multiverse, uh, sometimes people ask what is the difference between an alternate universe and an alternate timeline? And the answer to that is that there isn't a difference. Mm-hmm. That's that's what a multiverse is. It's a collection of all the the ways all of the branching worlds where something happened differently than it did in the main universe. Like yes, watch Sliders. That's the premise of that show. Good TV show. Just the just the first two seasons of Sliders. Do not watch after John Reese Davies leaves the cast. But that is actually my favorite TV show of all time. Sliders. Yeah. Okay. That and Star Trek: The Next Generation. They aired at the same time in the nineties, so there's 90s. similarities.
0: Yeah, I floated this theory last time. It's not true that she wanted to come here so she could get a good look at those runes real quick. Because uh, the older one might have had them here in her head
1: which she well,
0: memory, but she did this memory. But she doesn't there, do that. Are
1: there runes in the scene? No, no.
0: That's what I was going to say.
1: Right. I was looking around
0: for runes and I didn't see any.
1: I but... thought maybe that's why she yes. went into um, Agatha's memories.
0: Right, because the only other time that she saw those runes was in the basement.
1: But I, I think she went into Agatha's memories just because she was hoping to turn the tables. Because Agatha went into her memories, she was right. like, "Oh yeah, you wanna, you wanna throw my shit at me? Well, I'm gonna throw your shit at you." And it doesn't work. No, but doesn't. because she, because uh,
0: yeah,
1: even 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 when they're killed, the witches fear the Scarlet Witch more than they fear the person who killed them.
0: (laughs) She must be pretty buff. Scarlet Witch does still uh, throw her own shit back at her. Yeah, yeah. With the runes,
1: but... but... That's after she learns more magic by watching her do it to her.
0: (laughs) I hadn't thought about this before, but... um, This is all the same day since she woke up in the Halloween costume of Scarlet Witch.
1: Yeah, yeah. Every um, episode seven, eight, and nine are all one day.
0: It's a long day.
1: I would say that the previous episodes were very short days because it's like at the end of the 22 minutes, they'd go to bed, and it's only been 22 minutes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. This day, I mean... I mean, this is a this is a pretty good ruse. The like, I'm shooting at you, yes. So it makes sense that I'm missing, mm-hmm. but actually, I'm missing on purpose to draw on the walls. <laughs> that's a
0: it's a it, it's funny because that's often a thing you see, like conveniently missing, so you can keep your characters. But I'm glad that they address it and use that. Yeah, yeah. They're not just being convenient for plot sake, so they can continue to monologue.
1: Yeah. This so, is <laughs> a lot of flying. Yeah. That's that's another thing. Like, we see... Um, I mean, Wanda is faking getting her magic sucked out right now because she's she's setting up the trick.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She's making it seem like she's deliberately getting rid of her powers because she's sick of everything and just wants to die. And she's like, fine, Agatha, you win. But no, really, it's a trick, and she steals Agatha's powers. She is. The thing that uh I thought was funny at first was that Agatha with no powers doesn't just fall out of the sky and die right and then and then the scene ends with like they both float back to the ground and and Wanda kind of dumps Agatha harshly so obviously <laughs> yeah. Wanda was making Agatha fly because she didn't want to kill her so I it makes sense so it just it would have been funny if it's like well your magic's gone, so why are you flying <laughs> splat
0: <laughs> but that is how you know that Wanda's still a good guy,
1: right? There you have it. She let her live. She mm-hmm. did um trap her eternally in uh w- being stuck as the nosy neighbor Agnes. She did. Um, and some people question. It's like, well, if she if she turned her into a uh, hex person and then she took down the hex, doesn't that turn Agatha back to normal right away? And it's like, I'm gonna go ahead and say that it, she cast two spells. Like, she made sure Agnes was not part of the Hex because she would have known it wouldn't work <laughs> when yes. she took the Hex down. I'm sure there has been many
0: uh possession spells in the MCU now, that didn't take place inside of a Hex.
1: Here's my question. Is she making Agnes live with Ralph? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Because that's where Agnes lived when she when Agatha was pretending to be Agnes. She lived in Ralph's house. It was, but not with Ralph. And Ralph,
0: well, Ralph knows lives, that she's Ralph not...
1: lives in the attic of that house while Agnes has control of it.
0: I think Ralph would leave.
1: You you think Ralph would give up his own house? <laughs>
0: rather than being here with this crazy lady who's just like I
1: would kick her out of the house. Well <laughs> it's maybe my data
0: too. Yeah. That that's another solution. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you can have it. I'll go. Do that.
0: <laughs> I kind of assume that a lot of these people are going to well, be bailing this. Time.
1: Now, here's see. Here's where it's it's weird. Is I would. She thinks she is his wife. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't. Her. It would be creepy and rapey, but you could do it.
0: <laughs> she not necessarily. You know, she could just put her in a spell where she thinks she's that lady, but she's singled, unattached to. I'm
1: just saying, her. did Wanda think of that? <laughs> I hope so. I would like All to right, think so. She did. So I said, we, let's talk about the costume. Now she's actually wearing okay, it.
0: She's wearing this costume.
1: What do you think of the costume?
0: I mean, dude, has anyone said this costume sucks?
1: I have not seen anyone say it outright sucks. Lots of people yeah. like this costume. And That's I like the costume. costume. I think it's nice that she finally has the crown. And it's nice that the, they, they made a whole thing of the crown where it was like the magic glowy shape crown set up yes. first to explain witches have crowns. So here's, she made her as a part of the costume. this costume is fucking I like, great. I like that they did that. What I have heard, sometimes people complain that every outfit in the MCU looks the same. Even though these characters are coming from different backgrounds, they all end up with the same plasticky uh, V shape on their chests,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like that the Hawkeye logo. <laughs> they all do it. Uh, now, Wanda might be doing it on purpose because she has hung out with the Avengers and has seen what their costumes look like. <laughs> I was gonna
0: say a lot of those characters are on the same team. It probably yeah. being funded by Tony and the same, like. Clothes, uniform manufacturers. But There
1: are members of the Avengers who get their uniforms from somewhere else, but still, for some reason, have that that V-shape on their chests. It's a thing. It is is some... I feel like the costume designers could be less samey with their stuff. I will say, like, Spider-Man does not have that. And Doctor Strange has his own thing. Obviously Thor. So... Well, Thor has the weird V on his chest in the first two movies and the first two Avengers films. Like, I'm not a big fan of the suits Thor had before Ragnarok. Yeah,
0: I'm not either.
1: I don't like like they had a lore for the weird V shape when it was on him. It was supposed to be of a design of uh, Yggdrasil, the World Tree. Mm -hmm. I still think it it looks good. I never liked it. He should have just had like a plain black leather thing with the. Silver discs that yeah, would have been fine. It was too much, it was like way over designed. Yeah, it's it's it looks like an a Mortal Kombat 11 character.
0: <laughs> Thor, Thor does not need like massive amounts of protection.
1: I don't need, I don't like, I don't need your world tree.
0: Thor, Thor is dressed more than anything, it's like representation of, of who he is and what he is, all that shit. Yeah, uh, he's fucking royalty, he's day he's, he's prince. Uh, like, Look at my red cape.
1: But yeah, like just in terms of of Wanda wearing it, um, I like the I really like the the like the long opera gloves. I've yeah. always liked those on women. Mm. I think those are sexy. <laughs> um, they did it for you. I think I like I like the how her hair is all wild and curly with the crown. That looks comic booky. That looks. I like,
0: like I like when magic changes people's hair.
1: I did yeah. that. Um, I like the, uh, the long skirt waistcoat thing.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good.
1: I think that looks good on her. I, I really the, didn't like the well, last I, one. I really like the, um, the, that her pants have kind of a garter belt design on them.
0: I saw that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I wasn't a fan of the trench coat look. She's had ruck, been rocking
1: so I I I did also like the trench coat look. But that's because it was kind of gothy and, like... Oh, it was hot. Topic is my my type of women. <laughs> that's what I am into.
0: <laughs> All right, well, listen, that's fair. Uh,
1: the corset also, she, thing she was off some... a lot of cleavage in those outfits. So she did. that was nice. <laughs> yeah, she did.
0: The I have a problem with shoulder pads, and that trench coat, dude. Whew. I I guess I am mm, not into shoulder pads. I, I, I didn't. I liked it. It was fine. Right. Oh, okay, well, listen, you can have it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, I think they did a really good job with her costume. Yeah, I like it when they like seem to take steps that are less safe, and as they've gone forward, the characters are okay with the ones where it's appropriate get more fantastic, and they did it with Thor, and they did it with her here.
1: Well, that's too. that's the thing I liked is that um, before she got the name Scarlet Witch in the show and realized what her powers were and got a real costume her outfits were deliberately designed to look like street clothes because she was just a person with power. She was just right. Wanda. Okay. Hey, this random lady named Wanda is on the Avengers with Captain America and all these guys who have fancy code names and suits. Well, I agree. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> liked that. I liked her. It showed her evolution from regular person who just randomly has powers into super person with their own super Person name.
0: Um, aside from this costume that she gets, her new one, I liked the, what she had on in Ultron the best. I really liked her Ultron look. She had that shawl that she had, yeah. and then all the, like the bracelets and all that shit. I yeah, really it was it,
1: really was, it was the most hot hot topic.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> really it was funny. really fucking well. I mean, it's like witchy sort it's of
1: funny. There's a there was a deleted scene in Age of Ultron where when she starts wearing the red jacket at the final battle. Black Widow walks up and she's like, is that my jacket? Where did you get my jacket?
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I guess she stole it from Avengers Tower. (laughs) Uh, You know, listen, man, suit up. Can I have my jacket back?
0: (laughs) Boy. Vision's gonna die again. No, he already died. Yeah, so that's,
1: like, we've talked a lot about the things they didn't do, or the things they should have done, or what it all means. What's your opinion of the show? Do you, like, do you like the show? Yes. <laughs> um... in, in spite of it not being Fox Silver, and in spite of there being no Mephisto or nothing, I still liked the show. And the reason I like the show, this scene, is the best time to talk about it. Because it's like, man, Paul Bettany is such a good fucking actor. <laughs> yeah, he really is. And Elizabeth Olsen did a great job, too. She did, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but man, Paul show. Bettany is so good. <laughs> it's I'm especially so glad in this is not dead.
0: <laughs> especially in it this episode, you really get to Paul see. Paul Bettany. <laughs> you, you, get to, you get to see, in the previous one, you get to see, like that flashback in Avengers Tower when he was really good. And he was still like curious, young, naive Vision. Like still learning yeah, that shit.
1: Yeah, And then you get this one who's like... That, that fucking, the, that line everybody loves. What is what everybody. is grief if not love persevering?
0: Yes. That right there.
1: Um, and this one
0: it's a, a pretty different Vision from that. But still the same character but more uh... Yeah, he's still he's he's he human acts
1: like Vision. So
0: he's much more human here than he was when he was new, for obvious reasons. It's
1: true, but that's because he's been through some shit.
0: Right, exactly. And then in the same episode, we have White Vision, who's like neither of those other two dudes.
1: Yeah, but they all are cool, and I they're I'm, all they're all Paul Bettany. They who's are great at acting. <laughs> that's the important thing. <laughs>
0: and I'm just as interested to follow around to follow that White Vision as I am the other ones that we've seen. I think there's going to be some fun stuff there.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think the the big downer, though, is that, like, White Vision is probably not going to have this kind of relationship with Wanda, because, like, oh, while I was gone, you made a fake me and married him. That's weird.
0: <laughs> it is weird. Like, But I don't know how his mind is, like, a logical thing, like... A... You know, I guess it, it's certainly yeah, it would, possible would for them
1: it. to reconnect later down the road, but it's not going to be the same.
0: No, <laughs> the, it shouldn't be the same. That's the important part. It definitely shouldn't be the same.
1: It's like the, that other me you married wasn't me. Yeah. So. If,
0: it's, if it's the same, then there's no reason to have done this. Also,
1: though. like, you weren't really married. You know that, right? There, There's no, like, <laughs> you have to go to town hall and fill out a some paperwork to get married. <laughs> you Are we sure you didn't? that that didn't
0: happen? I mean, they have, like, a, a house. Well, I have rights as
1: a person. We could have got married. I'm just saying we didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, that's the thing. Um, about the show overall, actually, though. Actually. What's that? Wanda
1: is probably, like, an illegal immigrant in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure she you could. Get, like... Even if she wasn't, she is still a fugitive from registration. Like, she was on Team Cap in Civil War, and that's, like, the Sokovia Accords are still a thing for now. They are. So she's, like, a wanted fugitive even before she did what she did to Westview. So she probably couldn't get legally married. (laughs) Uh, It's...
0: It's complicated. I'm sure the, those Sokovia Accords and all that shit, registration, is not like it was in that movie, especially post I mean, post it's, Thanos. it's certainly
1: possible that Age of Ultron, after Age of Ultron, Tony or or Steve could have helped her get, like, U.S. citizenship. Oh, but yeah, like, I'm, at least
0: a work visa. Dude,
1: yeah, even like, if that did happen, she is currently, like, a wanted criminal.
0: She is. Uh, well, like I said, it's weird, dude, because the fucking blip. Like... Are you really gonna throw these people that
1: saved the planet? That's true. Like some of them certainly got pardons. She did walk right into sword and they let her walk out. They didn't try to arrest her.
0: That yeah, that's maybe
1: everybody got pardons from from saving the world in Endgame.
0: It's like, dude, she nearly killed Thanos herself. Come on, don't in jail.
1: Well, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll find this out directly in Falcon and Winter Soldier because Falcon and Bucky were on Team Cap. They were. And they seem to be working with the government to stop terrorists now.
0: That is... It is hard to tell what's well, going I'm, on I'm there. I'm
1: guessing there were some pardons thrown out for uh, defeating Thanos and bringing people back. <laughs> Which
0: is the least you could do. Dude, and yet the Sokovia
1: on. Accords do still exist.
0: Yeah, they do. So, in some, in they, obviously at least got amended.
1: Hopefully, we find out the actual political details of who can and cannot hero.
0: (laughs) We no, no. We definitely need to know that. We we don't know that much about the status quo post blip. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Like Spider Man was about Spider Man and. Mysterio doing shit. Well, I'm, I'm gonna overseas. assume
1: Spider-Man was registered because he was on Team Tony.
0: Oh yeah. oh yeah, definitely. I just mean about the world. Like, we didn't get a good picture of the world during Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, it was all about his stuff. And in here, we definitely didn't get a good picture of the world because
1: fake town. Although, like, if the government knows who Spider-Man is... He's not, hes a minor, so wouldn't they still not want Spider-Man to be heroing? <laughs> yeah, this is all good. Like things for Spider-Man 3. That seems like a, a thing. That is a thing. It would. These these are the questions I have. <laughs> you can't have
0: you that <laughs> life anymore, Wanda. Me. Never again. Um. No, but about the um oh, the show, I did not go into the show needing to see. Fox Silver, like it, hell no. Uh, so that's, I
1: go... See, that's the thing. There were there were I think a lot of people going into the show who weren't really fans of uh, Wanda and Vision, who didn't really care about the premise, but got interested when it started seeming like there were these deeper mysteries. And that's th- those are the ones who are the most disappointed that it's
0: well, those ones just
1: about Wanda all along.
0: That are the most responsible for their disappointment. Like, you can't come into the show and you weren't interested in, in it because it was about Wanda and Vision. Then when it ends, it's about Wanda and Vision. Yeah. And you're pissed. Like...
1: Yeah, like... <sighs> I'm just saying, there are examples of things that the show felt like it was teasing where uh, one, one of the people behind the show directly compared the show, specifically uh, Evan Peters being in it, to the Mandarin fake-out in Iron Man 3. And, look, how how unself aware can you be to not realize people don't like Iron Man 3? No. Nobody liked the Mandarin twist. Um, People disliked it so much that they had to create a short film explaining, no, really, there is a real Mandarin, and then put him in Shang-Chi. Like, they, they're making a whole movie about the real Mandarin to make up for the fake Mandarin.
0: They are. The issue that I have... I mean, I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, I don't like Fox Silver. I don't want him in the MCU.
1: Yeah. Mostly because I don't exactly need him. where I am, too. Like, I... I understand why people thought Evan Peter's Quicksilver was charismatic and fun in those movies. The problem I always had with those movies and how they use Quicksilver is because they made him so fast that he could stop time like that, mm-hmm. they had to then kick him out of the movie or he yeah. would have fucking broken the plot. Like it's, a Superman it's one scene in each movie where he, he stops time and there's a song from that decade and he fucking saves everybody. And then he immediately has to be like written out of the film to make up for the fact that if he stuck around, he'd have solved all of the problems and there wouldn't have been any drama in the plot. Yeah, that's the thing. Can't, that's not even how Quicksilver works in the comics. He's not the Flash. His top speed is like Mach 1.
0: Now, I mean, they can buff him if they want. These yeah, are you alternate universes. And if you want.
1: I'm just but, saying like it's probably more reasonable to not have him be flash fast, to not have him be a guy who oh, can vibrate through things and stuff like that.
0: Um but that's not my issue. My issue is with uh Fox Silver is he doesn't bring anything good into the MCU that we don't already have. He just has jokes.
1: He Most importantly just he has jokes, that's true. He, like we have he has a lot no of guys. The the MCU is not lacking for guys who will quip. No, it's not. That's not a problem that we need more of.
0: (laughs) If he had any like story relationship ties that he could bring with him and that could be interesting.
1: So here's here's the thing about Quicksilver in the comics that makes me like that character. Is that Quicksilver, the thing that is unique about him compared to other superheroes is that he's not funny. He's mean. Like, uh, the real... The 616 Pietro... And look, just to set this up, I don't think 616 is the best version of everything. There are a lot of times where the MCU changed something where I think they did that better. That's an improvement. Mm -hmm. So, I don't... I'm not one of those guys who thinks everything needs to be like the comics. But... I like comic Quicksilver better than Fox Silver because in the comics, Pietro's personality and characterization are based around the fact that because he has super speed and it's low key on most of the time, people seem to be moving slower to him. They take forever to say what they're going to say from his perspective. Like his senses, everything is a little bit, slow and that makes him constantly impatient and bored. So he's a dick to people because he's just, everyone is on his nerves because they're going too slow for him. And Um, kind of like Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver in Age of Ultron was kind of a dick like that. He was, I find him more interesting than Evan Peters, like, good-natured, happy-go-lucky, smiling Quicksilver. Because we have plenty of good-natured, happy-go-lucky guys. You know, that's, that's fucking Ant-Man. That's Scott Lang. I don't need more of him. We have one of him already. Spider-Man's kind of like that already. You know, most members of the Avengers crack a joke and smile and are having a good time more often than not. I want, a, I want angry, mean Quicksilver if we're gonna have a Quicksilver at all, which we don't need to. Like, it would be nice if Quicksilver came back from the dead and we got more Aaron Taylor Johnson because honestly he didn't get much to do in that role and most mm-hmm. of his scenes were deleted from the movie. He like, didn't
0: even talk much, yeah.
1: Mo- most of most of Age of Ultron Quicksilver is in the fucking deleted scene sections of the DVD. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice if we got more of him. But if he never does come back from the dead... I can live with that.
0: Yeah. But... Like, and I certainly wouldn't here... want him
1: to be replaced by Evan Peters.
0: No. Like, just as important as all that is, like... Don't bring in the character unless they create stories and material and shit. And he, Yeah, he can, and the, but... the
1: only stories and material that Evan Peters being Quicksilver would create... Is crossovers with the Fox X Men, which I don't want. Yeah, that's <laughs> that doesn't work.
0: Like, I don't want to see those
1: versions of the X Men. I want to see the new reboot MCU X Men. Yeah, recast yeah. all those parts.
0: Like, I definitely want to see that shit.
1: Like, it's There's possible. No people are nostalgic. It's been twenty years, though, dude. Yeah, it's possible that the new uh, Xavier and the new Magneto. And the new Wolverine won't be as good as Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, and Hugh Jackman. But those three guys were the only three guys mm-hmm. in the entire age or how many there were fucking Fox X-Men movies who were good. Every single other character in those movies was fucking bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's a thing.
1: Cyclops is a character, you know, we can do some stuff with him sometimes. What, was Cyclops a character? Not in those I, movies. You know? That's what I'm saying. When when we get the MCU X Men, I wanna see a new I wanna see a new Cyclops who's fucking rad.
0: Yeah.
1: I want a real badass Cyclops. I don't want to see and that's James the board. Marsden again.
0: No. And I mean like, it wasn't James Marsden's fault.
1: <laughs> no, but, but he is kind of like a James Marsden, in every movie he's in, is kind of like, just like a soft dude, you know what I mean?
0: No, sure, he's just, well, you He's like a,
1: a, a milk toast regular guy, oh, yeah, I don't yeah, think he yeah. can play like an action man. Yeah. I don't want Cyclops to be an action man.
0: I mean he should be, Cyclops, those movies specifically gave people a lot of weird ideas about Cyclops.
1: Yeah. Like, mostly that Cyclops is a pussy who doesn't do anything and isn't as important to Gene as Wolverine is.
0: Yeah, he comes across as just, like, a annoying bitch. Yeah,
1: he's, he's not just annoying kinda,
0: he's like...
1: He's like a beta male in the movies, is the best way <laughs> yes. to put <find> it. And, <laughs> yes. and real Cyclops is, like, a hard ass who do, who, like, doesn't really put up with Wolverine shit. No, it's a thing.
0: Uh, do it, and we have an opportunity to. Let's not. Like I said, you've had twenty years of that stuff from Fox. We can move ahead. We yeah, can like, try something
1: else. Cyclops. Cyclops is supposed to be the Captain America character of the X Men. You know, it's
0: not subtle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Not that I want him to be like all super hopeful guy, like the MCU. No, like he's.
1: But no, he's like he's like the military guy who gives the orders. He's yeah. like the discipline man. He is. He's Leonardo. And, and Wolverine is the Raphael. That's their dynamic. That's how it is. I want to see that shit too, dude. Yeah. Give me some Beast. Uh... Oh man, Beast... See, that's the other thing. Like, Chelsea <laughs> Grammer never got a chance to really do much as Beast. And he was so fucking good. And that's another one where it's like Patrick Stewart, where like, this was the perfect guy mm-hmm. for the role. I don't know if you'll find anybody as good, but...
3: That's your sure doing. I don't want first class for. Beast.
1: Like, I'm not I'm not gonna be like, yes, they should totally use the Fox X-Men because I want to see Kelsey Grammar Beast again. Like no. you can You can get a way better rogue, you can get like a decent gambit, you can get yeah. like a decent Storm. God, Storm. Storm oh was God. fucked by those Dude. movies, man.
0: Jesus Christ. Storm is so sick! I love imagine Storm! Imagine if
1: the MCU had a Storm who was like really important to the X-Men, <laughs> who was like one of the main members of the team, like she's supposed to be. <laughs> if she was at second-in-command? imagine kicking everybody's imagine, ass? Uh, imagine Dude. if the MCU didn't have to push, like, Captain Marvel so hard because they finally have some decent female characters. that's where all the good women in the Marvel Universe are, they're X-Men.
2: They
1: are. Like Storm and Rogue. And fucking Jean, sometimes. Well, these are some of the most badass women in the Marvel universe. You don't need to artificially push them like they artificially push Carol.
0: No, I would put Wanda on that list though.
1: So Wanda, yeah, Wanda's pretty cool.
0: I'm glad Certainly she's the show
1: did her. Him. Like that's the thing. Before this show, she was cool, but she wasn't like a big deal. Mm-hmm this show has shown us that Wanda is important to the Marvel universe.
0: <laughs> and I mean, I, that's a good, it's a good thing. I'm glad they didn't just go straight into this with her character or whatever. Like they're okay with being patient and work her up to being uh, a bigger deal. Um, but no, I didn't go into this shit. As soon as I saw that fucker at the door and he said some lines, I was like, oh, this isn't fucking Fox Silver. There's some other shit going.
1: There was yeah, never a is... doubt
0: in my mind that this was not Fox Silver.
1: That's that's why I said, like, in our first review where we're, like, floating theories, I'm like, I think this might just be a guy from Westview. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. To me, dude, dude, I don't know how you can check that dude out and listen to what he's saying and think that's Fox Peter Maximoff. I, I don't know.
1: So, well, I can't really relate I, to these people see, that are I can confused. See how people because, because they thought that Wanda Vision would have multiverse stuff in it since it's the lead into Multiverse of Madness. Like, now we know that no, the multiverse stuff hasn't started yet, but Wanda will probably cause it studying the dark hole and trying to get her kids back. I, I, but people didn't know what no, the connection was going to be, so they guessed. Multiverse stuff, that has to be why fucking Fox Quicksilver is in the show. No, it's just a... Like, I understand why they're disappointed that it's just a gag about sitcom casting.
0: I can't really relate to, to those people. I just didn't... Like I, don't get, like, I
1: don't agree with them. Because I don't, get, I don't, I don't, I don't really I don't want it. the Fox X-Men around.
0: Well, no, yeah, yeah. That, but
1: I understand.
0: And I just never thought it was him. I don't... I don't, I don't but, and I'm also, no, no, no. And I'm also not, like, disappointed that, like, fucking Wolverine didn't show up or Magneto didn't show up.
1: Yeah, like, no. Like, come on, dude. you for a long shot. And to be fair, Paul Bettany did kind of dig himself a hole when he <laughs> yeah. said that thing about, I get to work with an actor I've never worked uh-huh. with before who I've always wanted to, and then it turned out he meant himself and he was joking. He did dig that hole. That was funny. But at the same time, Xavier or Magneto being in the last episode to come get Wanda was always the longest long shot theory. Come get her? Yeah, that's what people thought would be like. She'd show, like, at the end of the show when the hex came down, Doctor Strange and or Xavier or Magneto would show up to be like, okay, we heard about what Wanda did to this town and we're here to help. Or like help her tr- learn her powers, or get get things under control. We're here to offer you guidance, Wanda.
0: That sounds ridiculous.
1: Yeah, that's but that's what people thought. Could that was like the longest shot theory? Like I said, but it was out there. I mean, do you... I never, I never expected that. Like I thought, Doctor Strange was a loose maybe.
0: Yeah, cause he's certain he's going to be a character in her arc yeah. immediately.
1: But, but I also I also didn't think that like like if if Paul Bettany's joke had been real, who who what actor has he not worked with before? I was thinking, well, has he worked with Patrick Stewart? Has he worked with either Stewart or Ian McKellen? I can't remember which one. I don't know why, but Al
0: Pacino keeps coming up.
1: Yeah, like there. He... For some reason, uh, people guessed that Mephisto would be played by a, a significant actor. Uh, one, one guess I heard was that it would be Dick Van Dyke because it would tie <laughs> into the, the sitcom stuff. Yeah. Uh, another one I heard was I never seriously heard Al Pacino, but I did hear someone joke Al Pacino, which I guess is, like, a reference to that, um, The Devil's Advocate, the movie with Keanu Reeves and him. Oh. <laughs>
0: Well since then I've heard him about He might pop up in fucking Falcon Bucky I don't know where that shit's coming from people I, say that's, shit.
1: that's bullshit I don't know where yeah, that's, that's bullshit from. Like, Stop that
0: But no Since I didn't have any of that shit going in People people also People
1: also thought this, this Dottie character The blonde lady in Westview Would yeah. be someone important because um, She's
0: Anya from Buffy
1: yeah, because she's Anya from Buffy. People thought, oh, they casted a famous person from a, a show that's about magic and yeah. supernatural. Maybe she, whoever she's playing is important. And there was there was that line in episode two where they go to the like, the housewives club or whatever it was, and Agnes said, "Dottie is the key to everything in Westview. Oh, yeah. You got to get on her good side yeah. if you want to be popular in town." That turned out to not be anything. It's just, oh, it's because she's the she's the alpha bitch housewife in town. Yeah, that's just them she's playing into the whole, people, like... People thought, maybe she will be. Maybe she will be. Exactly! But that's the fucking point, though. And then, and then they started the grasping... End. There was one particular straw they grasped at where Dottie's husband is named Phil Jones, and there is a character on the Squadron Supreme uh, who is <laughs> the Squadron's ver- version of Zatanna. Uh-huh. Because the Squadron is all parodies of DC characters, right? And and she's married to a guy named Phil Jones in the Squadron Supreme. So people thought, well, maybe she's that character. No,
0: boy. I mean, like I get here's it. the people thing. Here's the thing. Thirsty.
1: The names Dottie and Phil Jones aren't even the real names of those Westview citizens. Those are the sitcom names Wanda mm-hmm. gave them.
0: That's true. <laughs> it, this show is like engineered to have a little bit have a a mystery vibe, because there's a mystery. Yeah, that's the thing. And... There
1: seems to have been a lot of red herrings on purpose that the writers put in there, mm-hmm. and then the, the showrunner is claiming, "I don't know. I, those I didn't. I'm not familiar with those characters."
0: <laughs> there's there's this thing here about this show that has like a, a intentional Twilight Zone or Twin Peaks sort yeah, of situation all going. Yeah, it's supposed
1: to be a little bit creepy pasta.
0: Yes, and just like it's you're presented with possibilities and that's, that's whatever that's the
1: thing about a mystery is that you have to set up a lot of fake leads so that people don't guess the the real answer. And sometimes that's disappointing. Sometimes it's disappointing. Sometimes, but it's... like mysteries are really hard to write. <laughs> Especially when the real answer is that there wasn't a mystery, Wanda did it all along. <laughs> it's it's even though they did say that. Like l- l- let's talk about like Agatha didn't actually do much.
0: No, it was not like, her all along.
1: All Agatha did was Pietro and killing the dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's all she did. That's all she did. Um. It was Wanda all along. <laughs> and you... yeah. Also, this is fucked up. This is fucked up. Yeah, like where she freaks out and she starts mm-hmm. choking them. That is some bad guy shit. Yeah, it's
0: absolutely bad guy shit. So and that's why, I, like I said,
1: I totally get why people are upset that Wanda like, just leaves town and doesn't go to jail. But also, <laughs> jail can't hold her.
0: No, what the fuck is jail going to do? Put
1: her in jail, something like this would happen again, but to the jail because she still can't control her powers yet.
0: Yes, that's the thing. She,
1: she can't needs to do that, dude. Whatever happens to her at the end of the show needs to be about her learning her, how to use her powers properly and not do shit like this by accident.
0: Yes, that's, that's the, the two takeaways with this character
1: at the I mean, show as far as, like, Dr. Functional. Strange could have showed up and wizard-arrested her or whatever that would be. Wizard-arrested her? Is that a thing? Mm. Would that have satisfied people? Would they have felt better if Dr. Strange put her in wizard jail?
0: <laughs> Do you really need, a, like, a another magic battle at the end of the show?
1: Well, that's, sound, that's another mm. thing I have, like heard people wonder Doctor Strange's job is to deal with when magic stuff bad happens and the hex exists for a week and a half is he busy? Where is he? Where the
0: fuck is anyone? This is 11 days after that fight.
1: Why doesn't doesn't Mordo show up to steal her magic since that's a thing he does now?
0: Well it's a good thing that he didn't show up because he probably would have got wrecked.
1: Yeah probably. It's a thing. Um, Because he'd have done it the same way Agatha tried to do it, and that didn't work.
0: No, that's the situation. She also
1: steals magic from people.
0: And it's also important to remember: these fucking military-tar dudes are here with guns, and they're perfectly okay with. It's uh, it's already a
1: pretty busy situation. That's true.
0: Like, Doctor Strange is going to run up in here. He's going to have people shooting at him. Because you think right. Hayward's not going to shoot at Doctor Strange? Stand
1: aside, American government. Right. I'll take it from here. <laughs> Hayward made it very clear. He does not like supers. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's why Hayward shoots at the kids. Yeah, He's just racist against people with powers. So if Strange shows up... He's, he's the prototype for a Senator Kelly type of character.
0: He is. He like not even subtle. That, that's the point.
1: He just wants to get rid of people who have superpowers, and that's all he's about. Um, S- so much so that he will shoot a gun at children. The Hayward only way... doesn't know the kids are fake, right? he, no. he doesn't. He didn't see this. In he doesn't fact, really Ma know anything. He told him in a previous episode that she thinks the kids are real. So that Hayward is think. just trying to murder children.
0: <laughs> I, but this is the second time.
1: That's, he fucking had awful. a missile did, in that arm drone. He have the drone try and shoot at them at the house, yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the two kids were right there with Wanda. If you hit Wanda, you hit the kids. That's how that works.
1: But but that was like, oh, they would have been collateral damage. Would have been his excuse if it I happened could. then. Now mm-hmm. he's literally just pointing a gun at children.
0: <laughs> he is, literally. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did nothing wrong. Um... <laughs> g-
1: well, that's, see, that's the other argument they make is like, Hayward was a reasonable character, and then they made him a cartoon villain because oh, there up. had to be a bad guy. And I, no, I think he was subtly, like, I think mm-hmm. it was gradual how they went from, like, vaguely assholish government guy stereotype to uh, cartoon villain. I think, I think they built it towards it. It wasn't. I don't,
0: fun. I don't remember when it was subtle with him. I looked at that guy, he said some shit. It's like, oh, no
1: this guy I, th- I think the problem is that he's I don't want to make I don't want to make a political statement okay. but I would say there are clearly people who agree with his kind of the kind of person that he is and the way that he deals with problems and I would suggest that those people should maybe re-examine their uh, capacity for humanity and compassion <laughs>
0: uh yeah Yes, he definitely comes to the table and with him brings the question of uh, which is more important to you, freedom or security.
1: Yeah, and the the thing is, like, at the end of the day, even if you think people shouldn't have mutant powers and that they're dangerous, it's also still wrong to shoot them. It is. Like, murder is still bad. (laughs)
0: Like, man... It's like they say in the beginning of that, uh, the Fox X-Men movie, the first one, and they talk about like, you know, we license people to drive, but uh, not to live. If, fucking you, if you kill someone in a car accident,
1: cops don't walk up to you and shoot you. Yeah, that's, most, most people who have superpowers didn't choose to. That's the thing. That's why you can't fucking be like, where's your mutant power license? Like, what are you gonna do to someone who doesn't have one? Just, right dude dude <laughs> like what, what
0: listen but but it's plausible enough because of that question of look at this guy he's about to do something very yeah, good like <laughs> just good guy what a dick <laughs> <laughs> i dude. whenever i was watching this me and the wife both We was like whoa like just straight up like it was surprising
1: it was it was a bit of a jump. Like, he was just a bureaucratic asshole, and now he's a shoot-children asshole. It, that one is a jump, but it is a jump that is consistent, if you've been paying attention, with his motivations, where he says that it's about protecting people and saving Westview. But really, it's about the fact that with superpowers make his dick feel small. Yeah,
0: that's what it is. If that he jump actually happens...
1: There are people... Who are more powerful than him in the
0: world. <laughs> yes. Um Which is fun. And that is a really good reason why those people that wanted Monica to be the one to take him down are wrong. Because he gets taken down by Darcy.
1: Yeah, Darcy has no powers. No, there's
0: no power. <laughs> Get fucked.
1: We're uh, just a regular person stopping a regular person from being a dick. That is the more karmic. It's like, what, you got an excuse for this?
0: What? Yeah, she's
1: super? like what? Come on,
0: man. Uh, if there, if he did have a jump, an unearned jump in villainy or whatever, it wasn't this episode. It was no. that episode with the drone and the missile.
1: Probably. Like, like from I, that I, moment, I, you could see where it was going.
0: Yeah, at that moment, it's like, okay, he's okay with anyone in that fucking town dying as long as he gets to her. Okay, this guy.
1: Damn. I will say. I will say, of all the, like, the the sword agents' responses to Wanda and Westview at the end of this episode, the one that does bother me a little bit is that Monica doesn't really have a reason to be so forgiving of Wanda, other than like, if I had your powers, I'd try to bring my mom back. Like, but she's also, she's also like, when Wanda leaves town, she's like, the people of Westview will never know what you sacrificed for them. And it's like, dude. Dude. That's mm, a thing. <laughs> what she did to them far, far outweighs giving up three people.
0: <laughs> who I've always legal. thought that um, Monica was a little too, was a little surprisingly understanding. Yeah, she's,
1: she's too on Wanda's way. side. They She's the one who I, I wish was more nuanced and dimensional, not Hayward, Monica. Like, right from the
0: beginning, she was like that.
1: I wish she was a little more neutral to Wanda, not completely on her side.
0: That's, uh... Yeah, that's...
1: Because you I could do like that her. and still make Wanda not an a... You could do that and still make Monica not an asshole. I agree. Um,
0: yeah, as far as Scarlet Witch goes and whether or not she's a villain and how to deal with that going forward, The only way to really solve that problem is if, like Monica said, if she's the solution herself.
1: And I think that's what she realized at the end of the show. The whole show, Hayward has been, like, trying to answer with force. And my problem with his approach hasn't been, like, his motives. It's been, look, you don't know that killing Wanda will even stop the Hex. It could make it permanent. You don't know anything about what's happening here. You don't understand how her powers work. So going brute force with fucking guns like an army guy is the stupidest way to solve the problem.
0: It is, yeah. It's, it's just fucking ignorant. It's it's so stupid that you're like
1: this like if you see Wanda as the enemy, you still have to acknowledge that the nature of her power requires Fucking negotiation to be the only way you could solve it. It's like a, it's like a the way it's the hostage police situation. handle hostage situations yes. in the real world is that they try to talk the guy down. You know, you mm-hmm. get a, a guy whose job is to be hostage negotiator, a trained psychologist. You bring them in to talk to the guy and get him to release the hostages. That's the only safe way to resolve a hostage situation. Yeah. You don't shoot missiles at the hostage situation. No, no you don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, at the end of this shit, and the only solution being her, like that's that's what the thing was about and that's what she realized, you can't arrest her. Yeah, she has to realize that she can't do what she was trying to do and come here and hide. Right, She Monica's can't hide tradition. from her powers.
1: Uh, several episodes ago when she first got booted out of the hex Monica's position was the perfectly reasonable that you don't understand how any of this works Wanda's so powerful that we're out of our league here the only way to take down the hex is to convince Wanda to take down the hex Right Monica was right
0: She was right and it's not a stretch we know that this chick was an Avenger and she's helped out people a lot
1: She's... Yeah, right. You you would think there'd be some like, well, not from Hayward because Hayward is racist Tunnel against vision, people of powers. Yes. Hayward Hayward would probably act the same way he does to Wanda. He would act the same way to fucking Tony and Steve. You think he would? I think he would. Yeah. he's a uh... he might he might show Steve some deference because Steve has, in the past, had government authority. Yeah. He yeah. also might be like Steve Rogers. You're a fucking fugitive, and I no longer have any respect for you ever since Civil War, though. So you know. Well, yeah, he was. A he warrior. seems like that kind that was of guy. thing.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wanda, I think that she's done with uh trying to hide, trying to go somewhere and run away from her problems and hide somewhere. She's learned that she can't, because well, she's gonna take her powers with her,
1: and bad stuff happens with that. To happens. be fair, uh, a cabin all alone in the woods. Is hiding. <laughs> well, it is, but it's away from people that yeah, she it's, might it's hurt. Hiding from things that will interrupt her learning how to use her powers.
0: Uh, it's a little more responsible in taking care it of is. the
1: liabilities. Like it's actually the most responsible thing to do because she's now she's made sure she's living in a place where if something like the hex were to accidentally happen again, there's no one around for miles to be yeah. to accidentally get sucked into it. She's making her decision
0: with the liability in mind oh, again, yeah, like no. the Hulk or something. This is yeah, like you... the Hulk.
1: Yeah. Is... It is weird how directly comparable to Bruce she is. And and you can't arrest the Hulk. You cannot it arrest the Hulk. That's true. Uh, this is See, the only way to deal. That's with why Thunderbolt Ross keeps fucking failing <laughs> <It's>, uh, it, <laughs> because he tries to come work. at it with fucking Hayward solutions.
0: <laughs> and it's not just him. The fucking. Illuminati. Professor Xavier tried to shoot his ass into space. Didn't work either. Well,
1: that is kind of a creative solution. It was. It was more creative than putting I him mean, in jail. He can he can still potentially like find a happy life on whatever planet he lands on. But it's, it's not quite the same as throwing him into jail. Although, he th- he th- well, I mean, I, he broke look, out. The thing about uh, Thor Ragnarok is there are a lot of people who don't like it. And some of them don't like it because they have this uh, preconceived notion of how they like Thor stories to be. They want it to be super serious. Some of them wanted it to be serious because it's about Ragnarok and Ragnarok, like the apocalypse that destroys Asgard. They think that should be an inherently serious subject. And I get that. And then there are people who don't like Thor Ragnarok because they loved Planet Hulk and it only took surface elements from Planet Hulk. And because Ragnarok exists, it means that there will not be a a pure Planet Hulk movie. Here's the thing. I didn't like Planet Hulk. I never liked that comic. I never really liked all of the Sakar characters. I never got into any of what was happening to Bruce. The only interesting thing about Planet Hulk to me was Bruce and Hulk himself i never really cared about like Kara and all the the fucking alien politics and stuff i just never liked planet hulk
0: what about the big fight when it got back uh
1: world war hulk i there were elements of it that were kind of interesting to me but i thought it was really clumsily handled and just kind of a big dumb fight comic and i really didn't like the art that was a john romita jr book wasn't it
0: i don't remember i don't
1: like john Romita jr i'm pretty sure he drew world war hulk Hmm.
0: um but that's the thing like so, so what like can't do I, it,
1: I was yeah. never i was never into the idea of seeing a one-to-one adaptation of planet hulk so i like the way they did it in ragnarok better
0: i mean it's and it still did stuff The character grew. Yeah, they still and Bruce. They
1: still explored fucking Hulk quite a bit. They did. Hulk is very different. Writer's Rock is the first Avengers movie where Hulk really talks much. Yeah, like he doesn't just say smash.
0: He got a little bit of a personality and whatnot. They both grew. Him and Bruce both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why you can't. The solution can't come from outside of characters like her and Hulk, because even if you blast Hulk into space, he's gonna break out and do Wilbur Hulk.
1: As far as like the, uh, I like Thor to be serious and I want Ragnarok to be serious, like, I think Ragnarok has more uh, serious moments and emotional sincerity in it than most people remember. Yeah. I think everybody just kind of remembers the scene where Thor tries to break a window by throwing a bouncy ball at it, and it hits him in the head. I think that's the moment everybody thinks of when they think of Ragnarok. All the people who complain about Ragnarok, that's what's in their head.
0: I No, I agree with you.
1: But there are, there are lots of scenes in that movie that are actually like... Like the moment where he's uh, sitting on the floor in the gladiator mm-hmm. slave pit area, and the Loki hologram is talking to him about Odin being dead. That's a good, sad, pathosy moment. That's a genuinely raw, emotional moment that's not fucking comedy relief. There are it scenes is. like that in the movie, and people just kind of pretend they don't exist so they can be mad on the internet. But no, I... it's it's... I really like Thor Ragnarok. That's... I, I love Thor Ragnarok. Um, one of my I, favorite MCU movies. I've heard top, those
0: complaints about it not being... Uh, consistent, moving from that movie into, like go into the next one where he is more
1: serious. And I'm like, dude. In terms of, of like, tonal consistency, like, oh, it's too different from Thor 1 and 2, that's on purpose. Thor 1 and 2 weren't that good. No, there was a problem. Two two outright sucks. They knew there was a problem.
0: This wasn't doing well. Ragnarok is different because they were fixing something that was broken. (laughs) They were like, listen, we should have done this differently from the beginning. Hard right turn, and we're going to adjust. Um but, but no the thing where like you have that whole or that Thor like he is in Riding Rock and you can get to um uh, Infinity War he's he's all of a sudden really different serious. It's like you know people don't always act the same way. Well,
1: so here's here's the thing um about Infinity War where he's more serious is because he is a lot more <sighs> the most tragic things don't happen until Thanos comes and wrecks that fucking ship. Yeah. So he's all reacting to that. Like, Asgard blowing up isn't as tragic if, if if you saved most of the people who live on Asgard. Like, the worst thing that happened to Thor in all of Ragnarok is his dad died at the beginning. And Odin was old, man. He died of old it age. Was. MCU o- Odin
0: is like- He died of old age. Yeah. <laughs> MCU Odin is supposed to be, like, really, really fucking old, and he's been holding on too long. Yeah. That's how MCU Odin's supposed to be. Um, So, but, like, in terms of...
1: I I actually do want to talk for a moment about, like, Thor characterization changing. Because I personally believe the more um, acclimated-to-earth, pop culturey Thor that is in Ragnarok makes sense. Because what we, what we were told about Thor in his origin story, and this is true of the source material, is that this is a guy who is too egotistical and doesn't take responsibility seriously and needs to learn humility. And he is sent to Earth to learn these things. And ever since then, he keeps coming back to Midgard because he starts liking Midgard more than Asgard. So what we're seeing in Ragnarok is the Thor who has spent a lot of time on Midgard and is more like Earth people are. He's picked up the culture. It makes yeah. sense. It's, it is character development. It's like it natural is. evolution. I like um, the way it feels. With Thor
0: specifically, Thor is very extroverted. Yes, And he's a Viking. He's passionate. He... Whenever he's anywhere, wherever he is,
1: that was always part of his characterization.
0: Yes, he he's going to find other people. He's going to have good times and bad times and good times with people. He's going to have fun. He's going to be competitive. He's going to be doing all these social things. And yeah, over years, that's going to affect it. That's going to he, he's going to be a little bit different. Yeah, not like and not like a change in character.
1: He was I, would, that. I would say, I would say the fact that comics Thor hasn't evolved a sense of humor, despite spending so much time around humans, is a flaw of the 616 comics. I think 616 Thor is stiff and boring, and I, it I, I don't makes disagree. sense with his characterization, because he is supposed to be a guy who likes to drink and party. He and is, yeah. A guy who likes Midgard more than Asgard. That's part of the character. Um, So why doesn't he reflect that? Why does he still talk like stiff Shakespeare man?
0: Because a lot of it is just the nature of comics.
1: Yeah, like like, that's the thing. Comics never really evolve past the starting status quo. They just kind of pretend to.
0: So that's more of just like the nature of comic books than I think it is really with Thor. But it's a bit of both. Because you can evolve, but, you know... But in the MCU, they got to do that.
1: Yeah, that's what I love about the MCU, is characters actually change and grow. Uh, Yeah, I
0: I don't think there's anything about Thor in the MCU that is that goes against the character, or is changing his character dramatically from who he is, like, the essence of MCU Thor. Or Thor from the comics, either, in the core. Um... But a lot of people don't like Fat Thor, but we don't have to talk about that.
2: Well, I
1: I think Fat Thor was used for one too many, like the the Lebowski jokes the the depression in the middle of the movie when they're at Avengers headquarters and they're in the like the the meeting room talking about how they're going to get all the stones and he's like falling asleep at the thing and. Some of the jokes were a little too much, but the idea of Thor being so depressed that he's, like, given up and, like, out of shape. Mm-hmm. I I think the concept of that really served the movie well. Like, it fit the characterization and made perfect sense. And I really liked the way he looked at the end when... uh. You know, he has the outfit on, and he's got, like, his beard braided like a Viking. Mm, I think yeah. it looks really good at, in the final battle. I agree.
0: Um, I think, man, Thor
1: got really And also, really like, fucked. he's not staying fat. He's going to be in shape again in Thor 4. We've seen set photos. He looks good.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not like he's fucking ruined his immortal life. Uh, Thor got giant, like, his brain and his whole, and his character and everything that he thought about himself fucked at the end of Infinity War. Like, he's fucking the only guy, because no one else was around. Because he didn't fucking kill him when he had the chance, he fully had the fucking chance. He's responsible for half the universe of being gone. Himself. 100%. All on him.
1: I mean, he certainly feels that way. I, I don't blame him for not going for the head.
0: No, yeah, well, yeah I, I see where he's coming from. But like once it happens and it sinks in, it's like this is I could have stopped this.
1: I also I also personally don't blame uh, Star Lord for that moment in Infinity War. Everybody got mad about where he was wailing on Thanos's face. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Thanos got knocked out of Mantis's sleep thing.
0: A lot of people do get mad
1: because... about because. Doctor Strange saw 14 million universes where they failed, and I'm sure in a lot of those, Quill didn't freak out and whack him in the face. Like, I bet if they had yeah. succeeded in getting the gauntlet off, Thanos would have killed them all and put the gauntlet back on.
0: <laughs> but you're speaking from a place of, like, you know the situation and, and logic and whatnot. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, these yeah other characters I'm
1: thinking it through. I'm not reacting yeah. emotionally to the fact that, Chris Pratt did a thing I didn't like in a movie. <laughs> uh
0: he got pissed. Shocking for Star Lord. Yeah. that like wasn't not out of character. Um and I think the other implication is like because of Civil War, the main problem was that they were still split. The yeah. Two that's teams the idea. the
1: reason they lost is because they were all split up and not working together as the Avengers. Yeah. Because of Iron Man was War. on one yeah, side that's...
0: and Steve's on the other.
1: And they pay that off at the beginning of end game when Tony comes home and he yells at Cap and
0: But at the end, they succeed together. Yeah. That's how that that's how that shit works.
1: Right. Um, is there anything else you want to say about Thor? Uh no, I'm I'm I think we've covered that. Um, yeah. Is there anything gotcha. else you want to say about Wandavision? Because I think
0: that Wandavision uh, did exactly what oh shit uh, it set out to do and did it well.
1: I I think that what it you know what it did on purpose what it set out for the, developing Wanda and and Vision and introducing the kids and setting up Monica probably that's going to go into Secret Invasion and Captain Marvel two setting up the dark hold all the things that it deliberately set out for it pulled off
0: i don't think it was I, ever i do the think sh- the sh-
1: the little mysteries and the swerves and the things that went nowhere were a bit of a misstep not as severe a misstep as iron man 3 well, no because iron man, man 3 <laughs> once you get past the big the mandarin is an actor swerve there's no movie left underneath to make up for it. Like, they set up the Mandarin as a cool bad guy, and they revealed he's a fake. But the real bad guy, Guy Pierce, is not interesting enough to carry the movie now that the that Mandarin is out. And there are a lot it's... of other things about Iron Man 3's plot and the, the way they handled it that just. I, I don't like the movie, s- swerve or no swerve. If. This and, is Mandarin a good is so show fucking important that had some swerves that didn't go right.
0: It did. Mandarin is super important, and if they like just wrote him off in that one movie, and that was the beginning, of the end of the Mandarin as far as the MCU is concerned. Then yeah, they fucked up. That would have been a massive yeah, thing. the thing.
1: I would I would give Iron Man three like a three or four out of ten if I was rating in numbers. I would give Wandavision a seven or an eight.
0: Right. What? The, yeah. What they did with Quicksilver and this thing. Is not that is not the Mandarin thing where this is character is extremely important and big villain, big yeah. villain in Marvel. Like this is just a meta joke of the show, knowing what you know and
1: winking well, so at you. So in retrospect, here's the other thing. Um, in spite of Iron Man three being so bad as a ah. movie, I actually really like the the Hail to the King short film. Yeah. The the one where they're like no really there is a real mandarin. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I thought that was a a good piece of entertainment. And I think the mandarin will be more interesting in Shang-Chi than he would have been in Iron I Man mean. 3 if they had just played it straight.
0: It's Sam Rockwells So
1: at scene. the end of the day, I think it's all going to work out. But it is a shame that Iron Man doesn't have three good movies that he only has like one and a half.
0: I would agree. WandaVision though uh it's not gonna have to work out. It no, it
1: it turned out fine. Yeah. The all of the things, all of the teases that went nowhere would have been like fun bonuses. The the meat those would have been dessert. The meat was good. Yeah. The, the show is a good steak, and it's just a shame that you didn't get ice cream after.
0: <laughs> Everything that I heard and read about this show beforehand, I, I feel like I got... I don't think... I never got the vibe that they advertised it as being this big mashup crossover... I think... Uh, I universal think entry point into it, the MCU.
1: I think what really hurt the show the most is that it's the first MCU thing after a year and a half of nothing.
2: <sighs> yeah. No, that's it, true. I
1: think if if COVID hadn't happened, and we'd already had Black Widow by now, and we already had Falcon and Winter Soldier first, like it was supposed to yeah, be, yeah, it was
0: supposed to be first.
1: That would have softened the blow a lot. People put all their expectations on this because it's the first thing in a long time. I think
0: that much like I can understand.
1: But now we're over that hump, and we're going to get like regular content. You know, we're about to get six weeks of Falcon and Bucky, and then we're gonna get Black Widow, and then we're gonna get Loki. You know, it's all coming rapid now. And I think I think people will get over whatever about the show disappointed them fairly soon because they'll be on to the next thing.
0: This... It's also a thing. This show is so fucking weird for superhero uh, live action. Yeah, see, that's
1: the other, like, of all the all, of, all of the Disney Plus show pitches, this one had the strangest concept. Easily. Easily. This of almost was, any superhero I'm media sure, that you can see, on. Because, like, you know what you're getting with, oh, Falcon and Bucky. It's going to be all action political thrillery stuff yeah. like Cap 2 was. It's going to be cool. That's what the stuff I like. With Loki, you're going to be like, I like Tom Hiddleston. And yeah, there's some weird sci-fi things going on here, but it's all with Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> this,
0: I mean, we talked about it before.
1: There's barely any action in this whole show at all. Yeah, no, this this whole None. thing is like, watch Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany reenact 50s and 60s sitcoms. It's like, how many people really wanted to watch that? So like the weird uh, teases were kind of the selling point. Cause it's like, oh, this is kind of creepy, and and there's a mystery to it. That's what people got into, mm-hmm. and that's why when the mystery wasn't really anything mysterious in the end, and I see why there's disappointment.
0: I, I've, I've said it. I don't know if I said it on the last one. They didn't make it or before, but, like, yeah, there was very little action, very little yeah. fighting in this show, and but because of that, my wife loved it. She loved it more. That's she likes true. Other there, is a, there
1: is a whole other audience than mm-hmm. the usual superhero fans.
0: And, and, and she knows. Usually during, like, high fucking action scenes, fighting scenes, you know, the wife, she'll, she'll glaze over a little bit. She'll, like, whatever, okay. And then it comes back to talky stuff, and she gets back into it. But yeah. she really liked this, because it was that kind of stuff all the way through. Which is cool. It's cool to see some, like, Disney being willing to, like, put the money in to invest in something that you don't really see yeah, with superheroes. It was,
1: it was an experiment. And I think... I think the numbers will show that it was successful, in in spite so. of like how people are reviewing it after it's over. They were there for every episode. I'm sure it. I'm sure it did Disney Plus a lot of money.
0: I mean, they broke the website a couple times,
1: and um, and it's also like this. The MCU has always tried to make each thing a little different genre wise. Um. Like like Cap Two was a political thriller and. They they claim the Ant-Man movies are based on heist movies like Ocean's Eleven. I think that's yeah. a bit of an exaggeration, and they still feel pretty generic superhero-y, but at least they try. Um, but yeah, they try to have different movies, different characters, have a slightly different genre and feel to them while still being under the, the Marvel umbrella. And um, this was just another one of those let's try a different genre type of things.
0: Very different genre. And it succeeded actually so, being like, a different genre.
1: When uh, when Scott Derrickson was still going to direct Doctor Strange 2, they were selling it as though it was going to be the MCU's first horror movie. They were, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be very, very watered down at, for horror because these are kind of they want kids to be able to watch these movies yeah but i mean now that it's sam raimi i'm sure you're gonna get sequences that feel pretty you know classic the camera runs at the, the character yeah. or you know stuff like how he handled doc ock on the operating table in spider-man 2. Mm-hmm. like it's bloodless and it's like not really scary, but it has that horror movie feel, and people really like that scene.
0: Yeah, if they didn't want that, they wouldn't have brought Ramy in.
1: Yeah, I'm, Sam Ramy knows what he's doing. He's yeah. horror is his thing. <laughs> um, I mean, he's good at like horror. Com- like e- Evil Dead gradually evolved from a horror franchise into like a Three Stooges thing. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> like Bruce Campbell is a thing. He's great. Yeah, I hope he's in that movie. That'd be
1: tight. Oh, Bruce Campbell's gonna be in there somewhere. Yes. I I wonder I wonder where Sam will put the uh the P Green Oldsmobile. (laughs) (laughs) When does that movie come out? Uh Doctor Strange 2?
0: Yeah, is that next year?
1: It's probably 2022. Let me let me look.
0: I mean this year's got a lot of shit. They don't need another movie, I guess. As long as they do put out Black Widow. The, uh, the
1: current, the currently expected release date is March, 2022. So like literally one year from now.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, it's easier to wait because we got shit this year.
1: Yeah, there's a lot Thankfully. of shit. There's so Black much this year. Um, it's like it, it doesn't fucking stop.
0: <laughs> do you want to take a stab at these questions again?
1: Yes, the questions. We asked questions, and we answered them, but we, we sucked at recording the answers. So I sucked we,
0: at it. It's my fault. It's it it your fault.
1: It is your fault. It
0: is. It's a hundred percent my fault. No, I didn't do anything wrong. Didn't. I was just here for it, and it, it's funny because, like, even like it worked out that way karmically because you oh. sound good. The oh. <laughs> nope, court
1: man wanted me. To make a joke about the foreigner song "Double Vision" when the two visions are fighting, and we've we've played through the episode like three times now, and I didn't. Mm. But I don't need no instructions to know how to rock. All right, oh, I will decide when the foreigner jokes happen. Come on, man. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> I'm as cold as ice. <laughs> and I'm willing to sacrifice our love. Listen, one one is fucking flag. and then she paid the price. You know,
0: <laughs> it's hard enough not to get this shit flagged. Come on.
1: <laughs> no, wait a second. Come on. A, a real human being singing a cover live doesn't get you flagged, does it? I that would be stupid.
0: It would be stupid. You but can't copyright
1: stupid. someone else's voice.
0: You think that YouTube can't do anything if it might be stupid?
1: First of all, I promise you that if I sang the song, it wouldn't sound anything like the song. <laughs> mm,
0: you know, you never know.
1: All all of the keys would be off. They wouldn't <laughs> even be keys. They would be so far from keys, they would be locks. <laughs> well, <laughs> you shouldn't have plural keys
0: to begin with. Don't have plural <laughs> keys. That's usually not good. Uh... Yeah, in music you really only want one key at a time, and usually just one.
1: Look, maybe I want to sing. Who are they to stop me? I'm a jukebox hero. I've got stars in my eyes. (laughs) Questions? Questions? Are we Are we ready to answer some questions? We're ready. Okay. Where? are the questions? There's a lot of chatter in the questions thread.
0: Yeah, we don't have a curator.
1: Okay, okay. Here's here's a question. Okay. Merck wants to know, do you think Wanda's actions in Westview will have further reaching consequences with the normal human populace going forward? What do you think? I, think? I think that was... What he's asking is, did we expect that the hex would, say, give people mutant powers? Did Would Wanda accidentally activate the X gene? Oh. Would this show end in, like, a reverse House of M where she says, yes, more mutants? Obviously, it didn't. No. Um, when she took the hex down, she didn't expand it. She contracted it. So uh and I would say I would say there's there there are people who had theorized that the hex would give people powers in Westview because it gave Monica powers. Now, I believe Monica only got powers because she walked forcefully through the wall of the hex three separate times mm-hmm. and it gradually change her more and more each time, which is what we saw from, like, the x-rays when she was booted out of it and Darcy warned her about. Like, Monica knew that if she walked back in there, it might give her powers or do something to her.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: The regular citizens of Westview never walked through the wall, or if, if they did, they only did it once when she contracted the walls at the end of this episode. I don't think any of them will get powers i do not think uh wanda is being attached to the x gene or to mutants in any way by the events of this show which obviously some people are disappointed by but i am personally glad for Because I strongly believe that when they introduce mutants, I want them to be something that has existed in secret all along. Not something that suddenly happens out of nowhere because of Wanda or because of the blip or some magical thing that activates the X-gene. I want them to always been there, but in small enough numbers that Xavier has been keeping them a secret using Cerebro. Because... The reason, the reason that I want mutants to already exist and not be something that magically happens is because Apocalypse, Mr. Sinister, Wolverine, Magneto, there are too many mutants who have been around for like decades or hundreds or thousands of years. And that being that old is a, a core part of who they are. Like, Wolverine isn't Wolverine if he hasn't been fighting wars since the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And he would need to have always had the X-Gene and his healing factor to be that old. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. And that it's really that simple.
0: Yeah, some Too of the coolest things about the- Too many
1: don't work if they get their XG now.
0: No, it's bullshit. It's really bullshit. No, no, no. Like, so many mutant characters, like, a, the big reason why they work is because they are attached to history, our history, and there's some things that happen because of mutants and stuff, and vice yeah. versa. So you you have to have that. And,
1: like, I just want every question where people are like, well, where have they been? Why haven't we seen them yet? Why did they not show up to help defend New York and Avengers or to defeat Thanos in Endgame? I want the answer to all those questions to simply be look if people knew mutants existed it would be too fucking dangerous so Xavier says stay at the school and I'm erasing any memory of you and your powers from people's minds the end Yes, he's, he's fucking protecting his people keeping them a secret that's all it needs to be yeah, that and like there
0: doesn't need to be a billion mutants. Like, yeah, no, it's a small no, There number.
1: were way too many mutants in the Fox X Men mu- movies. Yeah. Like, there only needs to be like a couple dozen, a couple hundred max to to make it like this slowly emerging minority. I don't need to see scene Like, I didn't like it in the first Fox movie where Xavier puts on Cerebro and you see all the the dots on the globe that are mutants. Yeah. And there's like a fucking billion of them. Mm-hmm. That's way too many. That that yeah. raises too many questions. Uh,
0: emphasis on the minority. It's the thing. Use it. So what's funny is that question you just uh, answered. Yeah, I remember us doing it last time, and I also thought it meant something different. Then you did. did it again. What, what
1: do you think the question is asking? Uh,
0: he asked, do you think one of his actions in Westview are going to have further reaching consequences with the normal human populace going forward? I thought he meant like uh, the general public's perception and opinion on oh, yeah
1: You know what? The, the events in this show could go public and start the slide towards turning the people of the MCU, making them act more like normal humans do in the Marvel Universe, where they're mm-hmm generally anti-superheroes, especially mutants. Like the especially. the fact that people are always angry at Spider-Man because they believe the Daily Bugle propaganda or the fact that just generally human beings in the Marvel universe, especially the ones that live in New York, are dicks to these people who are putting their lives on the line, saving them all the time. So you could see like anti-superpowers sentiment start to be a thing in response to stuff like what Wanda did here.
0: Yeah.
1: I would I would even
0: argue that it'd be weird if there, there wasn't. Was.
1: Yeah. yeah. There, there probably should be. And again, the MCU is going to introduce mutants eventually, so mm-hmm. even if that's not a deliberate setup, it still can be, you know, something that goes that way. Organic. It probably is
0: deliberate, though.
1: It could be deliberate. Even if it's just Feige again, that's thinking again, about it. Again, it's I don't want to say what is and isn't deliberate when the showrunner is like, I don't know who Mephisto is. Just, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's why deliberate we with kept them. Saying yeah. things about the devil. Right.
0: <laughs> Those uh, are coincidences. Uh, Whatever I say it's deliberate, I mean, like, maybe Kevin Feige probably has it on a wall somewhere. Well, it's, it, in, it's, it's not it's
1: really of thing. It. It's like, even if we didn't set it up on purpose, we can totally use it yeah, later. Yeah. We can say we set it up on purpose. We can pretend. Like,. Um, like George Lucas claims he planned out all of Star Wars, no, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. or uh, um, or like they didn't plan on Noob Saibot being Sub Zero, but it it works really well, you know. Yeah, like it fits it is. everything.
0: This right here is a really good example. Uh, this right here is a big part of the reason why the X Men as a team even exist.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. uh,
0: they're, like did. X Men are all about being like PR people. Fucking for Kitty Foreman over here just like begged to die. <laughs> yeah. Dude. <It's> up. <laughs> Eric's mom. It's 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 a big deal. And most of what the X Men do is they go out looking like heroes and trying to tell people, listen, we're not killers and monsters that we're gonna hurt you. No, we're you know, we're here you to help. But is- we're here we're like you.
1: I have to say, in the comics, the X Men often come off the way Wanda does at the end of this episode. They Oh yeah, they do. I personally agree with anti-mutant sentiment, not because it's a race thing, but because all of the X-Men characters have been written to be real big dicks lately. Lately. And by lately I mean over the past like 20 years. Yeah.
0: I I think it would be really cool if they if they did exactly the same shit from the animated series. Yeah, like, I... And they put was... Beast in prison for a long time, and he stays in there willingly.
1: The, the cartoons... The, the 90s show was the last real golden age for stories about the X-Men. Like, since the 2000s, they're not even heroic anymore.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a thing.
1: They all kind of agree with Magneto and just want to live on an island now.
0: Yeah, it's a thing. They're just... they're. I mean, we talked about it last time. I think they're more like refugees, now
1: than yeah. like trying to
0: integrate. Like, I, I miss,
1: I miss when they would actually go out and save people from the bad mutants instead I agree. of being like, all mutants are an endangered species, and we stick together, and like, we will forgive Magneto because he's one of us.
0: I agree. I, and,
1: I would yeah, prefer, I would prefer a more classic hero and villain take on it.
0: I would. uh think'd be I, I would think it'd be really cool if they just did do that thing and beast does something and he willingly uh gets arrested and
1: stands trial well you know the thing the thing that's interesting about beast to me is that back in the day he was sort of one of the better ambassador characters like he was an x-man who joined the Avengers for a while yeah a long because, time ago like, most most mutants stay in the mutant bubble and he mm-hmm. was like no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join this, like, team that's full of non-mutants and show yeah. people that we can all get along. Beast has done that a lot. So He's I helped help out people, like, anyone he, that needs help, really. I would really like, like... Like, I've talked about before, that when they do introduce mutants to the MCU, I, the way I want them to do it is to do Weapon X first and Hulk versus Wolverine first. Yeah. yeah. The mm-hmm. other things I want them to do are, like... Mystique and Rogue in Captain Marvel as villains, and, and killing Carol. Well, not Ke- like put her in a coma. <laughs> Let Rogue get the flying and strength powers. Yeah. yeah, I want them to be introduced that way before they're in an in an X Men movie. And I want I want Beast on the Avengers. And I fucking. I would like to see like Sabretooth fight Iron Fist. Not Netflix Iron Fist recast that guy, but well, you know, yeah. I, we get a lot of things to do I before we can see, do that. I wanna see the mutants who are part of other characters' franchises and uh, that interaction. I agree. More than um, I wanna see the X Men as a the team.
0: There is a, a couple of things. The cool thing about the MCU, and that's why I don't complain as much as a lot of other people too whenever they change some aspects of a character to include other characters, like Spider-Man and Tony um, the, the thing I like about the MCU is that the characters do interact and change and they live in this place together yes. and it's usually so it's done so well and you don't get that anywhere else, and you for damn sure didn't get it for decades of superheroes behind us
1: you know, yeah. like you can do this and do this well one of the things I love about the Marvel Universe is they have a lot of characters who are like just general purpose New York City supervillains anybody could run into like Mm
2: -hmm.
1: the Wrecking Crew and Absorbing Man fight the Hulk and they fight Thor and sometimes Juggernaut fights (laughs) Spider-Man sometimes Juggernaut (laughs) fights Thor like, Ant-Man and the Wasp don't really have a rogues gallery, but if the Wasp did have an arch nemesis to herself, it would be this guy, Whirlwind, who's just kind of like a bank robber type of guy who has mu- the mutant power to spin and make wind. And, He's the guy from First Class, isn't he? You no, know, that guy was named Typhoon or Riptide oh, no. or something. Much better. Riptide, that's Wh- what it was. Yeah, Whirlwind is just... Like he wears a goofy green suit of armor, and his thing is that like the lower half of his body spins like a tornado or some shit and makes like tornado force winds. Tasmanian devil. Is, he is like the closest thing Janet Van Dyne has to an arch enemy solely because like she is coincidentally the person who has thwarted his bank robberies and stuff the most often, and so mm-hmm. he's he's he formed a grudge over it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no no it, it, that works and I agree and I you think
1: know, so you know
0: yeah I think um you don't, don't you don't need to introduce X-Men, X-Men as X-Men, X-Men until there's a need for the team and I don't think there's a need for a team right now and introducing yeah. the characters like you're saying into different movies I, I would, and with different plot threads yeah and then bring them together is the way to go
1: and like, yeah, question well, Captain Marvel doesn't have a lot of interesting villains. Come on, do Mystique and Rogue as, Cap- as a Captain Marvel thing.
0: Do it, please! Do it. <laughs> There's a lot of people that want to see that shit. They might be old people like us.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. probably, but you know what? All of the best superhero stories are from the 70s, 80s, 90s. Like all the good ones from the 2000s they've already done. Civil War and fucking Planet Hulk... What else? Yeah, I've gone through those. Secret Invasion. When they do when they do like the Thunderbolts and if they do Norman Osborn's Dark Avengers, that's like the last good Marvel comics story. Everything written after the Siege of Asgard is unadaptable garbage. <laughs> so like all like all of the most famous classic stories worth making movies about that happened in comic books happened before the year 2000. Um, so being old is to your benefit if you're fucking trying to find stories worth adapting. I, I listen,
0: I agree. Please, yeah, I think uh, Mystique and Rogue together in the Carol thing is, yeah, do it. It's the way to go. Yeah. I want to see it. Um. I think we got that one. I hope so. Uh, if not, Merck, yeah, you'll be alright.
1: Yeah. So, uh, next question. That was, that was a pretty long answer. It was a long long question. Okay, so, do you think Wanda is being corrupted by the Darkhold? I certainly don't think reading evil spells out of the Necronomicon ends well for people. (laughs) Um... I don't, I don't think there's like a, a, a demon who's going to possess her because she's reading the book or something. But I do think it will end poorly.
0: Yes, and
1: that's caused mm. Doctor Strange two to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I think, definitely I think not. The spells in that book are evil spells, not necessarily ones that take over your mind and make you do bad things against your will. But bad. Now stuff. they might get you in touch with some yeah, uh, they will, beings. They might open. They might open the phone lines to a fucking yes. guy like Cathan or Mephisto. <laughs>
0: but but like yeah wanda should not be working out of that textbook only do not consort with dark powers (laughs) there's there's mm, the other books to maybe start with but that's why that movie's gonna happen
1: i i think that is why the witches were uh putting agatha on trial at the stake here is because she was she was using, quote-unquote, the darkest magics. Like, there is a difference between regular magic and the bad-evil kind, and the, you probably get the bad-evil kind by consorting with dark powers.
0: <laughs> I mean, it stands to reason... I would like to know what that blue crown that lady got
1: uh, is a reference to... Uh, m- maybe there is a... Maybe there is an azure witch. Maybe there <laughs> is the Spike. Maybe maybe every color of magic Has it's own kind of witch I don't know mm-hmm. And the Agatha here is the violet witch
0: Yeah That's, That's canon Okay. <laughs> Doctor Strange is the orange <laughs> witch He would be wouldn't he That shit is orange
1: Well yeah uh, all, all of the Camertage guys The thing they do the most often Is those big orange uh, Discs Yeah those wealthy things yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, the That's Ancient One
1: made fucking katana fans with her discs. <laughs> mm-hmm. She should have made something a little better. she died. But she was also consorting with dark powers. She, she was. was. getting fucking immortality from channeling Dormammu's dimension. Yeah. She didn't get a crown, but she got the little Dormammu yeah, she symbol. She like, got right a for forehead her. scar. So, it, yeah. so did K. It's a thing.
0: I one want you to use this chick.
1: But, uh, Whatever, whatever dimension you're channeling from, there are forehead things to go with it.
0: <laughs> uh, and the only one that we know of so far.
1: Symbol carved on your face.
0: It's a thing. It's we th- haven't met any good ones yet. It's thematic. It's,
1: it's the a. a dick. There's a continuity. It all it all fits together. <laughs> it
2: all fits. Uh, uh, so,
1: our next question. since Agatha was kept alive, do you think she would teach Wanda proper witchcraft? No. I don't think she'd do it willingly. No. She would not teach Wanda witchcraft
0: for the benefit of Wanda.
1: When Wanda left her in Agnes form, she did say that I'll I'll, I'll see you again, or mm-hmm. something like that. Okay. And she, all through it, this stuff... She might come visit. In the future. Uh,
0: Agnes is talking about, you don't know what you've done. You don't know what you've unleashed. So, there might be a time where they have to do something together to work against whatever she was referring to. But that's not, it's not for the benefit of Wanda. Mm-hmm. The benefit of them both or
1: not Ag- Agnes might be necessary to clean up a mess in the future. That's mm-hmm. Let's say there's probably a reason that they didn't kill her off, that they they left her as a resource they could use again if they wanted to. Yes. But I don't think I think Wanda is going to like learn a lot of quote unquote proper witchcraft just from reading the Darkhold. It'll just happen to be that those are spells that um maybe a person shouldn't know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the Doctor Strange will have to fix that and maybe he'll teach her some stuff. I don't know. Well, yeah.
0: Like, Funkin' Wanda's not going to come back here to take, like, piano lessons for Magnus. It's not going to be one of
1: those situations. <laughs> no. They're not They're not friends. No, they're not That's friends. That's the important thing. They're not friends. <laughs> they're the other thing. Uh, uh, where was that? Let's see. Do you think Vision will appear in Multiverse of Madness? Kind of already answered that. i, I probably not.
0: No, I wouldn't ex-
1: expect to. If he
0: would, it would be like when Peter Parker saw, like, zombie Iron Man
1: in Far From Home. Maybe. Something like that. If! Like, I'm saying if. Like, it's, just like a, it's in her head. I don't, I don't think we will see white vision appear in, physically.
0: No. Yeah.
1: No. It would
0: just be, like, in Wanda's head type of thing, if it happens. Um,
1: um, Okay, so there was a question from Snake Eyes. Okay, f- for the record, the last two questions I read were from $500 sunglasses. $500. The one from Snake Eyes is at the end of the second post credit scene, there's a brief flash of red across the screen as Al- Wanda is reading through the dark hole. It almost looks like a face with two bright white eyes. Is that Mephisto, or just some CG fuckery? Now, when I when we read this question during the the first recording, the one that got fucked up, mm-hmm. we went we went to that scene and we freeze framed And what happens is, the the very last shot when it cuts to the credits, I'll do it again. there is a flash of a bright red light that kind of wipes across the screen. It is just a light. It is not Mephisto's face or something. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna slow down and have a look at it here again. Close up on Wanda. She hears Billy and Tommy calling for help.
0: I like her crown.
1: Crown is nice. We're going frame by frame. It's gonna take a moment.
0: Let's keep listen. You have to be
1: thorough.
2: No. Uh, it's
1: it just a light. It's just a flash of light for the transition. There is-
0: no, Mephisto. People still look. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry, guys. This is not gonna happen. Okay. Uh, there you go. Five hundred. Yeah.
1: Well, that that was uh that was Snake Eyes. Oh, there you go, Snake Eyes. Okay, so failure asks, "What do you suppose happened to the one agent?" Who was uh, the beekeeper who came out of the sewer? <laughs> what do you think happened to that guy,
0: dude? That guy got um, assimilated and incorporated, and he became a beekeeper.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think Wanda would have erased him from the universe, no. and I think uh, Sword would have noticed, and they would have shown it if she had thrown him out of the hex, like she did Monica. Oh yes. I think that guy was turned into a Westview citizen. And like, he was just added to the hex.
0: Yeah, if she was going to just, like, get rid of a human just because he was, like, a nuisance at the moment, not threat, but just, like, a nuisance, they would have showed us. They yeah, would have put they, that on camera.
1: Killing or erasing a guy is way more sinister. It is. Then, like, that's not something you just gloss mm. over. I still like that shot. Yeah. I love uh, I love the Wizard of Oz bit where she leaves her shoes behind.
0: <laughs> it's really subtle. It's almost as subtle as the Evan at, Peters. Man, that's a deep cut. <laughs> it's I mean, it's a thing with the show.
1: <laughs>
0: I just wonder like what was Agnes thinking there?
1: I, th- I think Agnes has a lot of fun with being a witch. I, I think, think she, she does. Oh, her. I going to take
0: off my boots, leave butter here because of that thing. <laughs> Captain America. I understood
1: that reference. I, oh. Ag- Agatha is a bit of a shit poster. She's a troll. She's, she. No, yeah, she is. She, she definitely is. I mean, she's she's been having a real good time this whole this whole show. Man, Vision's gonna,
0: dude. It was gross. Listen, I want to point out. Yeah. This sound effect that it makes when he grabs her head—if
1: you hear that sound, you're already fucked. Yeah, it means there's already been some damage. Mm-hmm. The—it's the, a little early for the cracking noises. If if, if you
0: hear that sound, it's too late. <laughs> it's
1: like vision. Sorry, man. You missed the window. So, sometimes, sometimes foley artists go a little far in a couple places. It's a little far.
0: I mean, yeah, it sounded gross, and you're like, ah! But, um, you know, no. She would have, like, 12, 20 fractures. Her jaw would be broken. Anyway, uh, we answered that.
1: Did we? We did. We did. Okay. So... uh... Again, uh, Great Kung Lao asks, if Wanda stopped the Hex, wouldn't that make Agatha turn back into herself? I think I think she cast the Agnes as a second Hex. Like a smaller one-person Hex. They're the yeah. two separate spells, taking down one won't discontinue the other.
0: It's similar to the Akuma necklace she put on Evan Peters. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because, because Wanda actually knows how to use her powers by that mm-hmm. point in the show. She's she has and, control over what she's doing and can choose to not be stupid. <laughs> and to be fair, like, she's been able to do that since
0: we first saw her in Ultron. Get in one person's head and fuck with them. You
1: uh, know, the interesting thing here about, um... Cause there was there was a brief point in a previous episode review where I was like, you know, maybe he is a real quicksilver because he has super speed. Mm-hmm. But I guess... I guess if Wanda can make a kid with super speed, then an, a witch can give person a person super speed. Yeah. So the, the the other thing, though, is that if, if Monica knew how to use her powers, she could probably have super speed, too. Because if you can turn into light, you can move at the speed of light. <laughs> Whoa. That's just a thought I had while I was watching uh, Monica and Pietro on screen there. I'm well, sorry, Monica. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not the intro. Uh you're right. theoretically, that's a thing that could happen.
1: Yeah. So Okay. Great Kunglo also asked, Will you be disappointed if the whole thing about the multiverse won't bring any Marvel stuff from outside the MCU? Like if there's no Fox X Men and there's no Sony Spider Man and it's uh only universes that Marvel Studios creates will you be just like we've answered this we did kind of answer this when yeah. I was talking about why I'm okay with it not being Fox Silver mm-hmm. I don't like the Fox X-Men and I don't want to see the Fox X-Men but I will say Deadpool 3 will be an MCU movie that's called Deadpool 3 it's true So, like, there will be references to the Fox X-Men in the Deadpool movie, because Deadpool does that. Like, he's already known for breaking the fourth wall and referencing, like, which Xavier? Patrick Stewart or James McAvoy? Yeah. You know, he already makes those jokes. That's his brand. So you're gonna see it there. Uh, But as far as uh, Sony Spider-Man goes, um, we already have confirmation that Jamie Foxx is playing a version of mm-hmm. Electro, but not the version from Amazing Spider-Man 2. If, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there, there's rumors that they've got um, what's his name? Doc Ock. Oh, the actor? The actor uh, who played Doc Ock. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Uh, Alfred Molina. That's it. R- rumor has it Alfred Molina will be playing a Doc Ock, but not necessarily Spider-Man 2's Doc mm-hmm. Ock, because Ock died at the end of that movie, so yeah. it would have to be a Doc from a different Earth. Now, so it's like a,
0: a Jameson situation. Yes, it'll,
1: it could be a Jameson. Like he could be from uh, Tom Holland's Earth, or he could actually be from an alternate version of Spider-Man 2 where he didn't die. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know? Yeah. So I don't think we will see the exact Sony characters, but we will see those actors playing uh, slightly sideways versions of those characters. And I think that could be interesting. I will not be disappointed if we do not directly see... uh, references to the Toby movies, but I do think it's possible Toby and Andrew Garfield will be playing versions of Spider-Man. Now, if, if in fact, all of those rumors are not true and Toby and Andrew Garfield aren't even in the movie, then I would have to wait and see the movie to tell you what I think of it. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm open to whatever. I would not be automatically disappointed that Marvel isn't doing references to the movies they didn't make. Because a lot of those movies were bad. I think it would be some cutesy fun if they do make references. Mm -hmm. But I won't be disappointed if they don't. Uh... Also, um, he also says uh, that they didn't even allow the MCU to reference Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And Netflix Marvel. Well, there's that's a perfect example. I'm glad. I have I've never been more glad of anything MCU related than the fact that Agents of Shield is probably not canon because that show was fucking terrible. Why did everybody watch
0: that crap? That's some stuff. <laughs> SIF was on there.
1: SIF was on there. The SIF was probably the only good thing on there. Probably. The, the the actress who played Quake is hot. Oh shit. That's as far as I'm willing to go in terms of complimenting okay. that show. And obviously like Netflix and Marvel has some. As far sh- as I'm concerned, Agent Colson is and should be dead. Dead. The end. Yeah. Also, now, like f- I didn't like their ghostwriter. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah, like they, got a, like, they got a fucking 40-year-old man that. playing Robbie Reyes who's a teenager in the source material. Like, hmm. they adapted almost nothing about his own backstory. They basically made him just Mexican Johnny Blaze. Ideal. It was... I think they handled that adaptation really fucking poorly. I don't like anything about fucking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And... Bad things should not be part of a canon. If you can help it, a canon should be only the good things. <laughs> and they can help it. And right now,
0: they have the power to help it. <laughs> this is the pa- this is the time to help it and they can. Uh... I will say
1: like, look. Daredevil, Netflix Daredevil and Punisher. Pretty good. Pretty good. Donafrio And I would love to see uh, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio in an MCU thing as Daredevil and Kingpin. Yep. But if they can do that without Finn Jones Iron Fist, if they can retcon Iron Fist and keep only the good parts, that's what I would like them to find a way to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I not like man. I really want to see the Netflix universe come over here wholesale, the whole deal of it.
1: No, no like De- Defenders was bad. Pick. They need to go all the way back to formula on how they handled the hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica Jones was really good too. Jessica Jones was good.
0: Jessica Jones was good. Uh, that
1: was the, we had we had a question on YouTube. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, actually, I don't remember who asked it. You could look that up if you want. I'll look
0: it up. I'll look it up.
1: Yeah, but what he asked is if if we were to recast the the Netflix Defenders characters for the MCU, who would we want to play them? And I said. That I would actually like as far as Jessica Jones goes, I would much rather they just use uh, what's her name, Kristen uh, Ritter, Chris Ritter, Kristen Ritter. <laughs> I would rather they just stick with Kristen Ritter because I can't think of an actress off the top of my head who fits the character the way she does. She's good, like, there's not a lot of uh, vaguely kind of I don't want to say goth, but really cynical. like. Yeah, she wasn't goth. No, she's like, there aren't a lot of kind of like scrawny but tough attitude, dark-haired, you know, leather jacket, drinks a lot, cynical to, like, the maximum. I can't think of a lot of actresses who look and act that part. And Kristen Ritter did it. Angry Angry Skull. Skull. There it is. Okay, Angry Skull. Uh, Angry Skull said that. As far as Luke Cage, um, I would say Michael Jai White, unless he's getting too old, because Mike Coulter basically is trying to be Michael Jai White. Like, that's... His career, in a nutshell, is I'm the young knockoff of that guy. I'm the next Black Dynamite. That's what he's... Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I've seen him fucking... He voices a character in that uh, animated show, Seis Manos. that's literally just Michael J. White. He's big, though, dude. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's he is, big. Like, Mike Coulter can do it. I think Mike Coulter... Like, the thing is, Michael J. White has more charisma and emotes more strongly than uh, Mike Coulter does. You're
0: probably right. Man, dude. I, I didn't like hardly any of the fight scenes in Luke Cage, but man, the no, fight the scenes he had like, in Jessica thing Jones. About Luke
1: Cage is, um, Dude. he's not really like a choreography character. He's no. a he's a brawler. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And, Jessica, he's just... and also like tossing those guys around. One of the things that like really low budget productions suck at.
3: Doing
1: what? You would think super strength would be something fairly easy to show without right. needing a budget, but low budget shows always kind of struggle with doing characters who are super strong.
0: I think they feel like they need to oversell it or something.
1: Yeah. Because like,
0: know. on Jessica Jones, whenever uh,
1: Luke Cage there, would fight, he would just like elements, smack, would smack them in the head on. a little bit, and they would there fall would over. There in Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, where they'd punch someone or they'd throw someone, and the way it was filmed reminded me of how bad the show Heroes was back in yeah. like back in the early to mid aughts where like there there was this one character, this woman played by Allie Larder, who is just a, one of the worst actresses in the world. Um her power was that she had multiple personality disorder and when she was uh in her like bad girl personality, she had super strength. But right they would always do it by having her use it off camera. Like she'd walk off frame and you'd hear metal bending because she was like punching a car or something like that. And you'd never really get to see the super strength because they couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. And it's just, that's what some scenes in the Netflix shows reminded me of. Like apparently super strength is hard to do. I don't know why.
0: I guess so. I really, I really like most of Luke Cage's like fighting. Like when he went in there at that place with all the guns and he started throwing guys up in the ceiling or just he would smack them in the head a little bit and they fell over, like that stuff's good.
1: Yeah, that like would be that. fun moments.
0: This us year, this it's tight.
1: I wish there were more, is the thing. Like,
0: would Spider-Man smacked Flash in Far From Home? <laughs> <laughs> that should happen more often, dude. <laughs> like accidentally. That would happen. I can see that. Spider-Man's so fucking strong. Yeah, he
1: is. It's crazy. Um, He's he's really goddamn strong. He's really fucking strong. People people always underestimate how much he pulls his punches. like, if he really hit Doc Ock in the face, he could explode his skull. Yes. Yes. Ten tons is how much he can bench, and that's a a fucking lot.
0: Like... (laughs) Anytime Spider-Man kicks or punches something,
1: Dude. dude... Unless it's Thanos in this fucking shit? So I always, um, I have, I have written some, uh... Some student work for my, uh, when I was, you know, in college for my creative writing degree Mm -hmm. that I have. Uh, I often wrote short stories about superheroes. And one of the things that I always did that I thought was kinda clever is if I had a super strength guy, in the story, and he needed to fight some goons. Uh, I specifically gave that character, uh, I made him a fan of professional wrestling and had him use pro wrestling moves, specifically because (laughs) uh, in pro wrestling, you're never really using your strength on a person. It's all really soft. Like, Mm -hmm. if you you know did an elbow drop to a guy it would hurt him nearly as much as if you actually like punched him yeah Yeah. that way this person who has super strength could like believably not turn people into paste
3: yeah no
1: no matter how super strong you are a vertical suplex (laughs) doesn't use your strength it uses the guy's body weight falling so it only hurts as much as it would if a regular person did it.
0: That's a thing. No. Now,
1: I mean, a lot of people probably don't understand how wrestling works as far as that stuff goes. Right, no, this, it's... Most wrestling Most wrestling moves a normal person can't do unless the person they're doing it to helps them by, like, yeah. jumping or uh, throwing mm-hmm. their own weight into it. Like like Stephen goal and the fucking fake Aikido.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's like her strength,
1: Bruce Lee with his strength. crew. If you had super strength, you could lift a guy for a power bomb without the guy helping you lift himself. But when you slammed him down, you could pull it and not fucking turn him into a squished tomato. <laughs> you could. Somebody with super it strength. It'd be much easier to pull your punches if you're doing wrestling moves. than it. No, would, you would don't be do a power bomb,
0: Power bomb so, seems like it might, you know
1: because most of the most of the impacts you're hitting someone with are their body weight not your strength
2: again yeah.
1: so that, that was the the clever way I came up with for how a person with super strength could fight without worrying about accidentally splattering someone
0: I'd buy it and that's in and, and that's good because like that needs to be addressed yeah it, like if you don't address
1: it that's the bad I part. think I think I'm so far the only person that I've ever seen use that idea in a superhero story. Like, I've never seen a movie character uh, specifically say, I didn't do wrestling moves because I'm a fan of wrestling. I did it because it's easier to not hurt people.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It works. Like,
1: Superman doesn't think
0: of that, you know? No, he doesn't. But that's the thing, like, as long... I think that should always be addressed if you have a character with super strength. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's not a good idea, they need to say, Look, I'm thinking about this, this is a concern. Yeah, like this I is... am
1: I am consciously aware of yeah. whether or not I'm in control of my strength or if I'm too strong for my own good or I I, I don't want to murder people accidentally. I'm thinking about it. And you yeah. if you have them say it in dialogue or show some sign of it, it's better storytelling than Man of Steel.
0: <laughs> it's a... Uh, you know? Yeah, it's a thing. And realistically, there would be way more accidents. Dude, Thor yeah. walking
1: around... Dude, that's the thing. Like, if you have a character who doesn't think about it, it's unrealistic if he doesn't accidentally murder someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and, like, you have somebody... Like, like, Thor again, like, it would be... <laughs> He doesn't know professional wrestling stuff. I don't think that
1: he would learn. No. I think well Thor would uh shoot to kill. Well, yes. Thor Thor doesn't mind uh no. taking lives. He's he's a warrior from a warrior culture. Yes. Uh characters like him and Cap don't really have the the no kill rule. I think I think Cap Cap has always specifically been like if I'm doing a superhero like if I'm stopping a bank robbery, I'm not going to try and kill the guy. True. Sure. That's just bad PR. <laughs> yeah. But if we're fighting a war, I am a soldier. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if a bunch of hydro guys jump in here with guns and they're firing at me,
1: you know? They're they gonna get it. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's a fuck, this is how you do war. It's not pretty, man. It's not, sometimes you gotta.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you gotta you don't enjoy it. Sometimes you gotta you don't enjoy it, but it's, that's but that's the thing gotta. about like Superman and Batman are The only really prominent characters... well, Spider-Man. Superman, Batman, and Spider-Man are the only super prominent A-list characters who really do have a no-kill rule. And in, in Superman's case, the reason is purely public relations. He wants to set a good example and have the public trust in superhumans and not be afraid of them, which is what Zack Snyder has deliberately avoided doing in his version.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Batman has a no-kill rule, not because he doesn't believe in killing, but because he doesn't believe in his own sanity. He is afraid of what he would become if he was willing to kill. So this yeah to have extremely, like, strict, like, to the point of obsession Rules that he holds himself to that he doesn't really hold other people to. Like, if a cop killed the Joker, Batman wouldn't be mad.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's not how that, that works. With
0: Batman, I. It's. He doesn't say it. I do it anyway. This is just headcanon and I cognitively reframe his bullshit. I think that he says that shit as a cover up for himself or someone else. I don't. I, I like to think that he can't kill, like, it's an obsessive compulsive tick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so here's the thing. He just just can't. It's not up to
0: him. He can't do
1: it. it. Batman has his own standards that he holds himself to, and that he holds the Robins to, because they're supposed to be following his example, like, literally, they're his apprentices learning from him. He does not hold Alfred to that standard. Alfred is allowed to guard the Batcave with a shotgun. Mm -hmm. That's a thing. He's not going to tell that guy you're not allowed to kill people. (laughs) It's it, oh it's and Alfred thing. is basically his dad. <laughs> he is. <sighs> yeah. So Spider-Man doesn't kill people because he he just doesn't yeah. want to kill people? Yeah, he just doesn't want to kill people. Like yeah. <laughs> you have to be like a little bit fucked up to want to take lives. It's it's like sadistic, you know?
0: It's a thing... It's like,
1: even even if you're stopping criminals, like, mm-hmm. Peter's kind of a soft boy, you know? He's, he's very is. sensitive.
0: And that's why I said that about characters like Thor and Cap, and, like, they kill people. But what matters is that you don't want to do it. You don't do it because you want to do it.
1: No. You don't, but like, take fucking joy in it. Being willing to do it
0: is like, why, like, they can do can stuff like Pygagm
1: Between a hero and a, an anti-hero, like, Wolverine yeah. sometimes gets a bit of a, a thrill out of fucking knifing his enemies. Yes, he does. The Punisher clearly enjoys taking the lives yes. of you know, drug dealers and extortionists and kidnappers and murderers. He's like, um, these these people, it makes me happy to take people this bad out of the world because it makes me feel like I'm making the world a better place.
0: I, I think that's you also, myself, one Frank, of the... Uh... It's,
1: In the comics, anyway, Frank is uh, a Vietnam veteran who was a little bit fucked up by the war. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Uh... Frank Frank Castle is not a role model, and that's why it's so scary when you see, like, cops wear the, the skull logo and stuff like that. Like, there are people who are like, white supremacists who are really into the Punisher and it's like that's not what the Punisher's about no, man. No. Dude. Come on. That's fucking dark. Don't uh
0: Yeah, that being perfectly willing and ready to kill people but without wanting to is a big part of what I associate the whole worthiness enchantment with the hammer.
1: Yeah that's the thing. Like the yeah. the the standards for what makes you worthy to lift Mjolnir it's not enough to be a good person. You also have to be uh, moral according to the morals of Asgard. Mm-hmm. So like Spider-Man can't lift Mjolnir because he's a great person, but he's not willing to like, he's not a warrior. He's he's no. not like, he doesn't enjoy battle. And there were, there are like things in a fight he would not be willing to do. Yeah. yeah. That's the so there's there. like a there's a Viking, Viking honor, part of the of Mjolnir's enchantment. Viking, which Cap satisfies. Said it right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Um, where are we at? Yeah, Cap is Cap is totally the right kind of guy. So. Cool. Uh, we also I think the same question about who we would cast if we were recasting the defenders Like I don't have a great answer for daredevil. I think Charlie Cox. I can't think of a guy better than him Yeah, um, good. As bad as Finn Jones was I, I'm not able to think off the top of my head of a particular blonde guy Who yeah. I think would be great in a kung-fu movie. I just don't know enough blonde guys who do kung-fu movies and and the ones I do know, like, the white guys who could dye their hair or whatever. Uh, like, Scott Adkins is probably too old. Also, he was already a henchman in Doctor Strange. Um, yeah, I, I just can't think of a guy who would be good for Iron Fist. I wish I could.
0: They're good at casting over there. They can find yeah, someone if they want to.
1: Somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, the Netflix Iron Fist show... The reason it was so bad is because I don't think they really wanted to make an Iron Fist show. I think when they were plotting out what the Defenders would be, they just kind of threw him at the end of the list because he goes with Luke Cage. And um, they kept, like, the fact that they planned to do that show last of the four should have meant that they had the most time to plan it.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: But um, there are so many interviews and tweets and, like, evidence, if you look back and research it, that shows that they really procrastinated and they waited till the last minute to do anything on Iron Fist. Yeah, Yeah, they did. And that's that's why, for example, the guy they cast didn't have enough time to work out and get in shape. Like, if they had cast him when they made Daredevil Season 1, he would have had years.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But no, they waited until the last minute. And that guy... It's supposed to be, like, fucking... want to make that show. (laughs) Super martial arts
0: guy. Like, you can't have him not... being believably doing martial arts shit. You need to get a guy
1: who gets some fucking training in and is able to do the choreography. Mm -hmm. And you also, like, have to want to make the thing Mm -hmm. in the first place. So hopefully when they finally do an MCU version of Iron Fist... It will be people who like Iron Fist and want to make an Iron Fist thing <laughs> and put some fucking passion in. Would that help? That would that would be ideal. Uh, does that answer that one? Uh, I think. Well, there was the last part of that question is who would we cast for a Ghost Rider?
0: Oh yeah, the Ghost Rider one. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, he actually suggested. He suggested Keanu Reeves. Or... What's that Norman one Reedus. big guy's name? Reedus. coming to me off the top of my head? Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus, yep. yes. And I think those are already the two perfect picks. mm mm-hmm. um, I can't think of anybody who would be better to play Johnny Blaze, who is like a, a blonde, shaggy, scruffy, redneck type of guy better than Norman Reedus.
2: I, I, yeah.
1: Um, I would love Keanu for Dan Ketch, who's a more urban <laughs> brunette. He's not so much like... Johnny Blaze is the Harley guy, and Dan Ketch is like guy who lives in New York and has a speed bike.
0: I think like, those like, are, go- think those are good
1: casting. Like a, like a Kawasaki. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And I think uh, I can't think of anyone better than those two.
1: Yeah. Those are good. Although I am I am concerned with Keanu uh getting up there in age. Like the joke for the longest time was that he never ages and he looks the same in every picture as these paintings from the fucking Victorian. Yeah, it's hard to stuff. slip. I you can tell. I would say the past couple years Keanu has finally started showing it in his face. He um, had a good run. He's looking a little, a little like worse. an old lady. Especially
0: with the long hair. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's in
1: his fifties, so I mean, he's still he's still great. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to as many John Wick movies as they make before he dies. Yeah, but um, I don't know if shaving. For Bill and Ted three was the best choice. <laughs> Maybe Ted could have simply had a beard.
0: Yeah, that would have
1: helped. That was <laughs> his, a good idea. Yeah, you're his, right. His his yells are a little melty now. Boy.
0: But yeah, p- put, put him in there. I would watch it. I'm totally, I totally. I would be and I would be excited too. That'd
1: be cool. Yeah. Um so that was that was the YouTube question. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. I think we only really had the one YouTube question.
0: Well, there you go, Angry Skull. You got it.
1: Um, I think that was the, his name. Let's see. Uh, which one of you has some fucking yo magic? Five hundred dollars sunglasses, asked. Uh, not me. I don't like not yogurt. Me. Do you like yogurt? Do you have any? Uh,
0: I don't, Well, I guess anytime you know that what? we have yogurt, like, I don't get it myself, for, my, for myself, sometimes it's in the house, but... You know, yogurt but...
1: feels like, um, <laughs> ice cream for people who like it when their ice cream is already melted, which is kind of gross. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Like, I, I would prefer to chew my ice cream.
0: Well, that's not a, that doesn't sound good either.
1: Well, no, it's not yes. like not like hard and completely frozen, but like, yes, I don't want to like drink my ice cream. <laughs> yogurt, no. something you nearly drink.
0: It, <laughs> it is.
2: is
1: a- yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not a big yogurt person. If we ever
0: have yogurt. Uh, either the fucking wife eats it, or my nieces get a hold of it, and then it's just really
1: gone. Yeah, I think I think we will survive on real person foods mm-hmm. and not become a skeleton because we can't open the co- food. It's a thing. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. Sorry, Sorry madam Uh, let's see. Five hundred also asked: Do you think there's any significance to Vision not telling Wanda what happened with White Vision? Oh, that was a new one. Yeah, that's a new one. That is the most recent question. Wow. We got that after we uh, fucked up recording. <laughs> after I fucked up recording. You're right. Yeah. I keep saying, I'm trying to help you out. Yeah, I know. Be You're nice, trying to be nice. But it really is all your fault. It really <laughs> is. It's okay. Right. Uh, uh, what did he ask? He oh. asked D- Do we think there's any significance to vision not telling Wanda what happened with white vision? Like, at the end of the show, uh, Hex Vision never mentions where White Vision went. So Wanda doesn't know if White Vision is dead or where he is. But... I think... I don't think Vision would have known what to say. Like, okay, so where did White Vision go? I don't know, he just flew off. He left. It's a mystery to me, man. <laughs> he's, he's dealing with some stuff. He's got some things going on in his head. He's he's gonna take some time for himself. It's a good point. Like what what answer do you give? I don't know. We we had a deep philosophical argument, and I convinced him to leave you. During know that time, I was talking about the ship of Theseus. You remember that conversation? <laughs> uh, we talked about
0: that. Figure some stuff out. Then we started seeing eye to eye. I
1: don't I don't think Vision felt. Vision to Vision. I don't think Vision felt that. Maybe it's none of Wanda's business where White Vision went. You know, Mm -hmm. they've kind of gone off on their own different paths with this whole her making a fake one and marrying it thing. If, If White Vision wants to talk to Wanda, he knows where to find her.
0: The only slight thing would be, like, if White Vision was still, like, a threat. Yeah. White Vision did... Yeah, o- to kill obviously, her. the
1: fact that uh, Hex Vision came back to her and White Vision did not yeah. would inform her that uh, the, the problem's been dealt with. And that's really what more can you say?
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, she knows. She knows that he, he's the thing because he nearly broke her head. So, I don't know. I don't think she's thinking about it.
1: Yeah, she's she's got a lot on her plate.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think that she has some things on her mind specifically, and that's kind of where she's at. She, she got, got to a to farm, like, like that. Yeah, I
1: school. don't. I don't think it would be to her, the benefit of her mental health to add to her problems. By the way, um, the the real me might be alive, but he also might not be in love with you anymore.
0: And so, so fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a you know whatever it's fine just let her focus on her kids
1: yeah it'll she'll she'll find out about all that stuff when when it's when she's ready i mean it, it's ready it's it's you an know? interesting question it's a good point but
0: you know i don't know who's whose problem he would be now if he yeah, is a problem
1: the white vision in general is a big open question Mm-hmm. One day we'll have the answers to all of that. And it probably will come from Wanda. Is. We don't know where he flew off to. We don't know how he feels about Wanda. One day. One day. One day. They have something in mind. I would release Kevin uh Kevin Feige. Not, not, not the Feige showrunner. Probably have something in mind. There's yeah. no, there's no promise that Kevin Foggy has told anyone else what he right. hasn't. <laughs> hmm that's the one I'll go with. But he knows where it's all going. He went, he went somewhere. somewhere. That's all the questions. Yeah, we got through them.
0: We got through them twice. Let's hope we don't have to do it a third time. We're not going to do it a third time.
1: I would, I would really prefer. If next week Next Friday when we get together We were talking talking about the Snyder Cut In Winter Soldier And not Wanda and the Vision still
0: Yeah That's gonna happen We're going to talk about The Falcon Bucky show Indeed Period Period. Uh, Looking forward to it If something happens and this one fucks up Which it's not going to
1: Sorry Got my fingers crossed It's gone. Womp womp. (laughs) Uh
0: uh, yeah, we're doing Falcon Bucky. That comes out a week from today.
1: It does, which means our episode on it will come out two weeks from today. Something like that. Two weeks from today when we're recording it, but a week from today when we're uploading. I mean, I don't have a rule about when to get these up.
0: Usually they come out on Fridays, but that's not intentional.
1: Yeah, it it, that's just how long it takes you to get YouTube to accept to the beat YouTube upload. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's multiple uploads involved because we have to do stuff to the footage of the show so it's not breaking copyright. You know how it is. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's not just for like stylistic choices that it looks like shit in
1: these videos. <laughs> well, look, if you want to actually watch the show, you know where to find it. Yeah, we're not this... trying to give you the show. We're trying mm-hmm. to give you our review of the show.
0: This is not, it should not be how you experience the show for the first time. Uh, and I'll say that for the Falcon Bucky show as well. Indeed. Don't do that. It's on uh, Disney+. Plus. You can watch it there,
1: where The Mandalorian is. Right. Or you can watch so, it elsewhere. So look, look forward to the show on the 19th. <laughs> and our review of the show on YouTube somewhere between the 19th and the 26th, I'm guessing. <laughs> get excited. I'm Please excited. excited. <laughs> I am really excited. It's going to be tight. I'm looking for. It. I fucking love Falcon and Bucky, man. Falcon, Bucky, and Falcon's Bucky. outfit looks so fucking good in this show. This is it does look good. One it of really the good. best MC costumes, I think, is the, the Falcon outfit for this show.
0: It looks really good. And I have to imagine that uh, Anthony Mackie also yes. thinks it looks really good.
1: He's, he's gotta be excited because he yeah. has wanted to wear the red spandex straight out of the comics <laughs> <laughs> this is wanted, the closest like, they've the, gotten the, the tank top one <laughs> like the, the spandex singlet
0: <laughs> this is probably as close as he's gonna get
1: yeah it, it
0: looks really good though
1: Um, fucking Zemo with the mask and the fur collar looks fucking great fur I love fur it's so fucking good. It looks really good, man. A man has style. Uh, God. This is a good costume. So so oh, that's I um I think that's it for us though. Yeah. Yeah, we're done. We got through it all. We'll we see ha- you guys. We, uh, was... Deep <sighs> dove into every aspect of the episode that I can think of. We did it and because I fucked it up. This was this was better than the yeah, other one. This probably was. I, th- I think we actually went a little deeper. We mm-hmm. certainly went a little longer. We did go longer. Definitely went longer.
0: But, yeah, I think this one's better. So you're welcome. <laughs> we fixed it. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know. I scuttled that one on purpose. Uh, no, I see. What was that what did it, I call? This was I called a bad and
1: Make him do it again. I'll just tell him it didn't work, but I actually deleted. It. I see. Um,
0: God, I know if that's not true. I'm too lazy, dude. <laughs> I right. wouldn't be doing this if I didn't have to. It's, no, not not general, but like multiple times.
1: Right, right. I get you. That one. Right. Uh, God, my fucking computer. Well. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to call that show Fucky. You know what?
1: I do want to call it Fucky. I want you I want you to find a way to salvage it and upload them both. Do you? And then, and then our, our viewers can fill their eye. Do you? Double vision. Dude. <laughs> there, I did the fucking joke smoke, man. That's it. That's it. That's the note I want to end on. Good night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where it ends. See you guys next week. Later, nerds.
0: For, for Fucky. Don't
1: right. call it Fucky. <laughs>